They used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing, if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? I'm a star. Alright, we're recording. Alright, what's it called? Welcome to the Berg. We're here in the Berg. Yeah, we're we're here at my parents' house in Gaithersburg because I am <laughs> Gaithersburg. Did you do that on purpose? No, I did not. I just kind of <laughs> tripped over my U a little bit. Gaithersburg. For like a hot second. Matt, I... Matt say water. Well, not, not important. Well, for a hot second, I was like, wait, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I thought it was, uh, it's a sub-regional accent. It's the yeah. Gaithersburgian accent. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the only thing that's pronounced different. Exactly. Like everywhere outside of the the extremely distinct city of Gaithersburg, which Absolutely. doesn't just bleed into the rest of the suburbs. Exactly. Mostly just a census-designated place. That's right. Yeah. No, Gaithersburg is a mayor, doesn't it? Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you think the mayor of Gaithersburg does, Matt? I, I literally can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I I have met the mayor of Gaithersburg. Have you? Yeah. Man, you're so close to power. It's I crazy. know. In in high school, I worked on a city councilman's campaign. That's incredible. It really wasn't. Yeah. What's it called? Because, I, I'm going to do that for Rockville. I'm going to yeah. be the mayor of Rockville. I don't think the election was contested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you get paid if you're like a city councilman? I, don't, I actually don't know. What's it called? Man. Probably a little bit. Right? But it's not a job. Really? No. Dude was like a real estate agent or something. What about mayor? Dude was a lawyer. Really? Yeah. So he's a, so he was a mayor and the lawyer at the same yeah, time? Yeah, like being mayor was like a hobby, basically. Really? Well, that totally fucks up my plan of just becoming the mayor of Rockville and doing nothing else. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think you're going to retire on that. Man, that would be so cool, though. Just to be a town mayor? Oh, man. Mamma Mia. What's it called? Anyway, you want to hear this banger from my brother that I think should have gotten should have gone viral? Sure. Uh, I assume the film is called Grease because they're all Italians. Yep. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, uh, in case you hear any uh, heavy panting, uh, we also have a guest on the pod. Yeah. And it's uh, my emphysema. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's I'm I'm we're in Gaithersburg. Beard because beard. I'm, I'm dog sitting for my parents who are out of town, and she is panting into the mic right now and looking at me expectantly and hitting me with her paw. She wants something. It clearly has to be food, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I was just eating, and she really wants to like clean out the bowl that I was eating out of. Why don't you let her do that? Uh, because um, because I'm just encouraging her what? to continue to, you know, pant at the edge of my chair whenever I'm eating. Yeah, but then, but what's it called? But also, uh, you know, you don't live here anymore. That's true, and, you know... Not re- your problem. The reason this happens is because my mom gives her just human... I, I, She has, like, 
barely touched like the actual like dog food she mm-hmm. has here. I, I'm pretty convinced that her diet is like ninety percent human food at yeah. this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No something happens to parents when they get older, they're just like, I'm not I who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a lot of friends with dogs who are like and they'll all like talk about their dogs and they all talk about like like various like training methods they're doing and like mm-hmm. crate training versus like and all this shit. And I'm just like too complicated. Yeah. Far too complicated. You know what I mean? Did and I have kids? Yeah, way less complicated. Their kids are so easy, man. I don't think that's yeah, incredibly Yeah, once you once they once they become kids and stop being babies, so much easier. Babies there's a bunch of shit like that, but like also it's just like yeah, I don't know. Well, also I can feed them human food, so it's pretty easy. You can feed the dog human food too. Exactly. See? Yeah, it's your, yeah, see your mom had two kids and she was like, I'm not I'm sick of this. Yeah. yeah, human food. Yeah, human food. Yeah, go to your. Yeah, she's gonna give. She's gonna give them your room. Yeah. Yeah, but we we are in my room. Um, it's no longer really my room. It's now an office, but there are little vestigial things that like were what? mine. Uh, well, there's a picture of me on the mirror over there when I was from soccer as a kid. Oh wow! So, How old are you there? I don't know. Eight. Wow. What's it called? Rob, cute kid. Uh, ooh, I have a baseball trophy here. Let's see. Bobby Gifford, Sportsmanship Award. <laughs> that's how you know I was good. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's why, yeah, I got the Sportsmanship Award um, in 11th grade for lacrosse because I was really good, too. Yeah. That's, yeah. I have a gavel from Model UN, Best Delegate from the Bosnian Cabinet. Look that's that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What's it called? How do you feel about Croates? Uh, great. Yeah, great. How do you feel about Serbs? Less great. Okay. What's it going? Were you still Bobby at that point? Yeah. I, I started going by Rob in college. Really? Yeah, that was, was that was the moment. I was like, it's all changing. <laughs> really? You are like a freshman in college? And you yeah, were it was like, like, first night there, I was like, Rob. Oh, Rob. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is my moment. Yeah. Metamorphosis. It was all... It was it was the first night I got drunk too. Yeah, so, a lot of, a lot of big milestones that night. That's incredible. That was me stepping out yeah. of the cocoon and becoming yeah. a horrible butterfly. Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny. I my whole big plan was to start going by MJ, which would be like. <laughs> 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 Why is that? <laughs> Why is that everyone's reaction? Oh, okay. Wow. She. What? Are you, she, this dog. The dog is now climbing on the couch, desperate for something. Okay. Do you want to go out? Do you have to use the bathroom? We're out. Okay, we're gonna take a quick pause here so she doesn't shit on the car. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, so we got down there and she was like, "Oh, it's raining. I don't, I don't think I want to anymore. Thank you very much." So, I gave her a bone to distract her. I don't know. Who knows? They just eat bones. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bone made for dogs. I don't think it's literally just like a. They took like a femur and were like, "Here, have at it." They, man, they should. Just let them do it. Big bones for the no. dogs. And now maybe she's gonna puke on the carpet. We'll see. Picking up, picking up my feet. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um. What's it called? That's what's up, Rob. <laughs> what are we talking? Oh yeah, I was gonna be MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like you're gonna be like Mike. Yeah. It, well, well, they made that movie about my it, middle yeah. name is Jacob, so Matthew Jacob, and MJ was actually it's funny. MJ was my childhood nickname. Like my parents mostly called me MJ until I was like, I don't know, like ten. And so I was like, but there was something about like MJ, my last name, that I was just like, you know what I mean? Like being like one of those people like, like W.E.B. Du Bois or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Like being like one of them people, right? Um, I, I've got you beat there if I tried to do that. 
RC? Yeah. I think MJ's better than RC. I'm just going to be honest with you. No, you're wrong. What? It doesn't sound like a car. <laughs> you are a car. Yeah. What's it called? Put some gas in you, make you go vroom. What's it called? A whore. I, I, I don't know it. why I disliked that so much, but I really, really Is it because of how it. I'm dressed? It doesn't help. <laughs> I described you as looking like you wanted to like pick up sailors That's in right. 1973. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that is exactly what it looked like. I'm, yeah. I'm wearing some four-inch inseam shorts, wearing a, a Russian, uh, like a, 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 a tele, telenazia. Man, don't it's... don't call it Russian. It's just. It is Russian. Shut up! It's just a stripy tank top. Yeah. Don't be like, no, I'm dressed like a Russian sailor. No, you're wearing a stripy tank top. It, yeah, it's a Russian sailor type. It's they, a, it's they, a, it's, I don't care who else wears it. You're not in Russia. You're wearing a stripy tank top, man. That's right. Yes. And I look you, cool. You don't look like you're in the hunt for Red October. You no. Look, you look like you are trawling for dawn. That's right. That's right. I'm also wearing my bandana that Rob loves. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I dressed this way specifically to, to annoy Rob. And immediately when I walked in, he started laughing. Pretty hysterically. He started doing his very, like, uh, how do you describe your laugh? Derisive. Yes. Yes. Very derisive laugh. Yeah. It's also, I'm sorry, this dog is so big. Yeah. She's this a big, is she's such a, a large she's dog. She's a big dog. This is such she a... Is, she is not small. She's not small, and I feel like she doesn't know how big she is. No. Like, yeah. I, I've had, like, some trouble sleeping, because she's been very, like... You know, needy with my mom gone. Yeah. So like, wherever I sleep, she just kind of like tries to like snuggle up next to me. Yeah. And she's she's a little you know, large for like sleeping on the couch. Yeah. With a human next to her. Yeah. She doesn't really mind. Yeah. No, she is. I mean, she is easily. I mean, what is she? She's probably like if she stood up, like what? Probably six feet. Six feet. I don't know. I don't know either. What do you want from me? <laughs> I have nothing for you. I don't know you. She wants food and love. What's it called? Well, and I... And for, for us to make the rain stop, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which, honestly, dogs are pretty cool like that. They're so <laughs> stupid. I love them. What's it called? Aren't pigs smarter than dogs? I don't know. It probably depends on the dog and the pig, but pigs are supposedly pretty smart. Pretty funny that, like, they're, like, one of the smarter animals... And like, and it's just like, is it what utility do they have in our society? We just kill them. Yeah. Just kill them and eat them. Yeah. Do you, are you trying to get up on the couch? She you want to be up on the couch? You want to be up on the couch? Come on. Be the third mic. Come on. Well, we only have one mic. Come on up. There, right, there. There you go. She has. I think she struggles with getting up on things. She has arthritis, so. She's, yeah. she's on CBD. I have to give her, like, CBD pills every morning. Are you Maybe. serious? Yeah. This dog... Oh, my God. This dog is... This dog is chewing. Yeah. This yeah. dog is chewing. This dog is also bigger than both of us sitting up. <laughs> this is such a big fucking dog. How do we get to record this podcast with this fucking wolf in here? <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, we'll she's see. Not, She's got a lot to say about Howard Hawks. That's right. Yeah. She absolutely does. Oh, man. What's it called? She, uh, but anyway, yeah. Italians are greasy, I think is what my brother was trying to say. And yes. Yeah. yeah. It runs in the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Were they all Italian in Greece? I haven't seen it since I was a child. I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen it ever. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I remember from it is when, like, the in, like, one, I guess it's the opening number when John Travolta is talking about, like, how he... 
hooked up with this girl over the summer. The one dude being like, did you put up a fight? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, which actually, you know, we got to talk about when we talk about your movie. Yeah. 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 Pretty much, you know, any anything before, like, I don't know, like 2003? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say at least 2000. Yeah. But I think even then, might be, yeah. 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 Well, because I guess like what was it like the American Pie movies were kind. Of, when were they? Oh, uh, those would be early early two thousands, wouldn't they? Yeah, something mm. like that. Yeah, I think they put out the last one when we were in. I feel like they're still putting them out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, but 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 they're putting out. Like, it's like American Pie presents. Yeah, but Eugene Levy is still in all. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that, that is a man who will show up for a weekend and collect his like fifty thousand or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He just. Yeah, he just, he just, him and his bushy eyebrows just go, and they're just like, yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll just be Eugene Levy. And Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, and he plays the same thing in everyone. It's just like, dad, that's like, you have a boner? Yeah. What? It's fine. And that's it. I don't know. He's pretty cool. I like Eugene Levy. What's it called? What was that movie? Was he in Shit's Creek? He was. I never saw it. I've seen episodes of it. That's mm. one that Megan was watching at right. one point. And, that's know, right. It's, it's it, it. All of the Megan shows, like both that and yeah, the Meg, yeah, yeah. But she she has a very specific type of show. Yeah, like she's she's been watching after Shit's Creek. She got really into to uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which mm-hmm. is again is a show that I've only seen with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of these shows are like not that funny. Yeah, like they're not unfunny. Yeah, but like they're not really that funny. Mm-hmm. But they are just kind of pleasant enough. Yeah, like you know. You just kind of sink in and be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. This is unchallenging. Like, I don't even, like, uh, I, um, I haven't seen her watches, but I feel like this would be her, like, ideal type of show. The Good Place. Yeah. Which is one of those shows that, yeah. like, there was a certain subsect of Twitter thought was, like, the greatest shit that had ever been made at a mm-hmm. certain point. And I never really found it that funny, mm-hmm. but I did actually watch a lot of it just because somehow the fact that it wasn't that funny made it even, like, easier to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, nothing about this is challenging. I don't really yeah. have to pay attention. It's just, you know, it's like a nice warm bath. And yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there are a lot of shows. No, I kind of was watching a show like that last night called I'm Sorry. Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, like, very much that kind of, like, it was like, um, you know, like, I think I kind of described it to you. It kind of reminded me a lot of, like, The League. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Which, like, I feel like those are a very kind of different show. Yeah, that's that's more assaultive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little bit more assaultive. But, but it's similar in like a. I never found the league to be like the funniest shit ever no. made. I know there are people who consider it to be that. Exactly. But like, it is kind of like the the broy version of that. Where yes. It's kind of like a. It's you know it's got a nice enough vibe. Yeah. Although you know, nice probably isn't the adjective that I would use for the league, but just, no. you know. It's got a tight enough vibe. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's tight. Uh, yeah. No. Um. What was it? Um. No. What do you think is maybe like the funniest TV show? Honestly, I have been uh, rewatching Thirty Rock recently, yeah. and like the f- like, <clears throat> there's like there's a sweet spot of that show from like the second half of the first season through the end of the third. That I think is probably as funny mm-hmm. as anything else I have ever seen. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's got that thing that the Simpsons had where just like, there are so many jokes you like don't catch some until you've seen it like three times and they have like these like ringer characters, like, you know, Mm -hmm. the Simpsons had, you know, it's, you know, like, uh, 
Dr. Leo Spichemin and Dennis Duffy, I think, are, like, on par with, like, Nick Riviera and, yeah. like, Lionel Hutz. Just yeah. terms of, like, literally, I, I every single line from these people is gold. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every single bit, every single bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dennis yeah. Duffy describing his politics as socially conservative <laughs> and fiscally liberal. liberal. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah, no, yeah. But say, saying it with such confidence as if that is like the only reasonable position for a man to take exactly like, yeah 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 which but, is, but but and is like honestly such a great distillation of a certain kind of like white working class politics mm-hmm. yeah absolutely which, Give me my money, but I don't know about them gays. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, like my. Like my. You know, shop steward that uh, died. Rest her. You know, rest. R, you know, R.I.P. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> forgot what to say. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Like she would. Like, she was like very like pro union and was yeah. like very like and she was like a very like working class like person. Mm-hmm. She was like very pro union, very. Like, 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 give me more, give me our money, like, big, like, Bernie supporter, and then, but then it was also just, like, <laughs> just, all these black women spent all their money on their nails, and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. what the fuck, what, what are you doing, yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah, 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 I miss her every day, she was great, but no, um, yeah, no, 30 Rock's really great, um, uh, I'm a big Curb guy. See, I, I like Curb, mm-hmm. I've never... Like, I've seen a lot of Curb, but it's a show that I have, like, a limited tolerance for. Yeah. Like, even, but, like, even, like, Seinfeld, I could, like, it's been a while since I've, I've done this, but I could easily down, like, Seinfeld is one of those yeah. shows I could, like, burn a whole afternoon on. Yeah, exactly. And have in the past. But, like, exactly. There's something about Curbed. Yeah. I think partially, it's just, I think, the looseness of it. Where mm-hmm. there, there are, like, dead spots in Curb because it is oh. so improvised. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, it's, you, you know, Curb is like a designated hitter, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get a home run every time, but like, you're going to get, but like, you get so many home runs that, you know what I yeah. mean, right? Yeah. It's a real three true outcomes kind of show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And are you just, are you just nodding in agreement? Absolutely. Yeah. You have no idea what that means. I just was like, uh, yeah, there are three outcomes you could have, sure. So it's, 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 it's one of those, not to be like, so a weird thing has happened to my brain just in terms of how I think about baseball. Mm-hmm. Or for so long, like, the cool thing to be was, like, a guy who was into advanced metrics. Just be... Well, I mean, like... Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I need to... I need to explain exactly what I meant. Just in terms... Hold on. Cool, cool was not the right way to phrase that. But in terms of, like... Okay, hold on. I wish I wish it was a video format so I forget to see the face I made there's, there's nothing cooler than being a gentleman who's into sabermetrics. All exactly. The, all the ladies yeah, love yeah, yeah. WRC+. Yeah, 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 every woman watched Moneyball and immediately started flicking their bead whenever Jonah Hill came on. <laughs> but, but, like, there was, a, there was a real thing among baseball fans that, like, the, the people who were, like, you know, who read Moneyball and got it were, like, they were the, they were the ones who were in the know. And, mm-hmm. like, all of the people who were, you know, into, like, bunting and uh, intentional walks. These people were living in the past. They were dinosaurs, man. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have gone, like, so far into the, like, um, uh, those kind of advanced metrics kind of running everything at this point. Like, every team is now just run by a bunch of, like, former Wall Street wonks mm-hmm. with, like, an, an algorithm that, like, the game has kind of, like, gotten just boring. Honestly, like, and Three True Outcomes is one of those, um, sort of byproducts of that, like, 
over mathematical thinking where that like someone figured out that like and i i could not explain the like actual mathematical thinking behind this but someone somewhere figured out that like the best strategy for an offense is to have a bunch of hitters who like don't try and actually put the ball in play Mm -hmm. that like anytime you're leaving like the success of your offense up to the defense you're at a disadvantage so really you want a bunch of guys who every time they go up they either strike out walk or hit a home run Mm -hmm. those are the the three true outcomes because they don't involve the defense it's just it's just what the hitter and the pitcher do together yeah and that if you have you know if you have like every inning you have one guy who walks uh, one guy who hits a home run and three guys who strike out, you'll score two runs in it. Hmm. You know? And yeah. so that is that is the ideal way to structure an offense. That sucks. <laughs> right. What the yes. fuck? Yeah. I don't like that at it's, all. It's very boring because, like, fielding and base running are, like, some of the shit that's actually yeah. fun. Dude, is there anything cooler than a double play? Right? Triple play. No, but... is, there, is there anything cooler than the, the worst defensive play in all, in all time, which occurred in, like, a... I think it was a Brewers Pirates game the other day that I sent you where a dude yeah. tried to run do, run down a, a a hitter back to home for yeah. some reason because he forgot he could just step step on, on home yeah what the yeah. or step on first yeah yeah which like that's the kind of just absoluted boneheaded like <laughs> just beauty that you do not get yeah. when everyone is walking yeah exactly yeah 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 when you get which is part of the reason why I love baseball because like twenty five percent of the MLB are just golden retrievers yes and it's, yeah. are just incredibly athletic. Like, 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 very, like, good at baseball, mm. golden retrievers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you're, uh, you know, you're Lenny Dykstra's, you're, uh, well, he's, I mean, he's a, he's just a demon, but who's the, <laughs> wait, who's the guy, the double tapered shit guy? Double tapered shit the guy. The guy, the guy, there's that famous audio of him just describing himself shitting his pants. Oh, fuck, uh, the guy from the Royals. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I forget his name. Um, One of the greatest sports clips of all time. Yes. Or, or, like, oh, hot mic moments of all time. Oh, what the fuck. It's killing me, I know. I used to know his name. Not Brett Saberhagen. Oh, okay. God, there are more people from... I When I googled Royals Hall of Famers, I thought that would be a short list. Yeah. It's not, like, long, but, like, I thought it would be, like, literally one guy. Yeah, the Royals are, like, one of those teams that, like, you forget about. Like, but, like, are low-key kind of, like, not bad. Like, like history, like, historically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've had some teams. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, they got, what do they have? They've won World Series? Uh, no. Because they, they have, like, won just this last decade. Yeah. And then they had at least one back in, like, yeah. the 80s. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. I forgot about the one this last decade. Yeah. They're, they were, I, I thought they had some of the coolest uniforms, which is how I decided. George Brett. That's right. Yes. 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 Have you seen the video of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. The guy's like, the guy's like, because I first only heard it as an audio, yeah. and then I saw the video, and the guy is just trying to get away from him yeah. so bad, just does not want to hear this story. Yeah. He's like, he's practically chasing down a reporter, tell him like, yeah, I shit my pants like once or twice a year. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I, I'm just, why, yeah, I just... I was just walking out of a casino the other day and just, oh, yep, there we go. It's so fucking funny. God yeah. damn it. Baseball is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you don't get that with hockey players. You don't get that with soccer players. You, you primarily get that with baseball players. Yeah. 
It is such a it is such a very specific type of like athlete. Yeah. She is going to knock over this mic, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen at yeah. some point. But yeah, no, no. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, what's it called? You think that'll happen with other sports too? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think baseball is kind of at the forefront of that yeah. just because, um, like... It is the highest, like, probability, kind of, like, I feel I like. I mean, like, just, yeah, the way that it's structured, like, yeah. in, in, like, every... It is so easy just to measure every, like, yeah. interaction, just in terms of the way it being structured of, like, yeah. you know, pitcher throws the ball, pitch, hitter does something, you can sort of... And it, that happens, like... Thousands and thousands and thousands of times a season, so you yeah. can really like you know get in the quantify weeds, yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I mean, you see that happening with with basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it it's kind of incredible that it took people so long to figure out three points is worth more than two. I mean, incredible, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But like the way that, that kind of like has started to break the game, or like a guy like uh, James Harden, mm-hmm. who's just whose whole game is just based around like. You know, if I, like, draw a foul yeah. like, while I'm taking a shot, I can get a third point. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And so I'm just going to hold the ball for 30 seconds and then, like, charge it a dude and make him foul me. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Incredible, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it, it is It is really funny, like, just, like, yeah, like, 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 like you remember, like, the era where it was just, like, when everyone was just trying to get an alley-oop? Like, <laughs> over, like, yeah. I remember, like, going to games, like, yeah, like, in, like, the, in, like, the 2000s, yeah. and, like, they're just so, like... Every game, at least once a game, someone would just try to get an alley oop, which is like that's just two points. Like, yeah. You can just yeah, you can just lay up. Yeah. yeah, it's but like I mean, but alley oops are cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, at, at this point, I'm like, man, I get why they went away. Like they're not really that conducive to winning, but like bunts are cool, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like really, just see. Uh, what, what's the thing called when like you trap a? I'm forgetting what's called, but when you trap a guy between like. Rundown. Rundown. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Seeing someone seeing someone like 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 end up safe after a rundown. I mean, come on. Is yeah. there anything it gets your fucking heart pumping. Yeah. Like and then now it's just like just nerds have ruined the world. Yes. This yeah. is I we need as a society we need yeah. to get stupider. Yeah, exactly. No, and you know what? And that's part of the reason I'm getting into soccer. Because <laughs> soccer is so unquantifiable. Like soccer is it's like like goals. Give it uh, time. Assists. I mean, yeah, I mean, every everything's going this way. But yeah. it's like, goals, assists, and then uh, that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, fouls. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- yeah, red card, yellow card. That's it. What the hell else are you going to do? Time on the field. Like, yeah, there's just so few things to quantify there. Yeah. That's why it's the beautiful game. Anyway, so I think that we should talk yeah. about a movie that isn't probably the opposite of Sabermetrics. A movie that involves trying to navigate a plane by sound. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so my, my movie for this week... Wait, we don't do your movie. Oh my god. Yes, we do my... How long? We've been doing this for a year at this point, Matt. We've done like 45 episodes or something. <laughs> we've done... We did 45 episodes. We've done like 140 hours. Yeah. Yeah, we're like... We're like... There were like three where we like... Yeah. Did like the Oops All Berries version and had you go first. Yeah. But like, just doing those three has forever like fucked your brain. Exactly. <laughs> Which, again, we did, like, a year ago at this point. <laughs> you know what's so funny? We're starting to put up numbers that it's, like... I know it's not 10,000, but, like, we're starting to become, like, what should be yeah, expert we're, we're Gladwell-approved, <laughs> exactly. like, podcasting yes. experts. Yes. Talking into the void for one person. That would be... It would be so funny if in, like, ten years we're still doing this. That <laughs> <laughs> be so funny. I'm on my third wife. Yeah. You're on your first. It'd be so cool. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, man. 
Anyway, yeah. Uh, right, anyway, so one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Nope, yeah. not it. So my movie for this week is Only Angels Have Wings, directed by Howard Hawks from 39, yep. I want to say. You got it. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Love uh, the so, trailer. Yeah. This is Barranca, a South American banana port where men live by their daring and women by their charm. Out of the fog steps a girl with a questionable past and a devil-may-care future. Out of the clouds drops a man with a propeller blade for a heart and an expert's eye for a pretty face. Cora's girl? No, I do especially. So much the better. The only thing I can tell you about him, he's a good guy for girls to stay away from. Thank you. Remember that. Hey, little chum, don't go walking around on it. Come on, spray this stuff. Come here. Well, look, well, let me put you down somewhere. Look at it. It's not sprained. Look, I just lost the heel off my slipper, that's all. And I have the darndest luck. Losing one heel right after another. You're a queer duck, Bonnie. So are you. Only angels have wings. Created by the wizardry of a master picture maker, Howard Hawks, in the shining tradition of filmdom's mightiest achievements, uniting in breathless romance the dashing hero of Gunga Din, Cary Grant, and the lovely heroine of You Can't Take It With You, Jean Arthur, with Richard Barthelmas making a triumphant return to the screen in the outstanding characterization of his career, Thomas Mitchell in another compelling performance, and glamorous Rita Hayworth. trailers become why did they have trailers back then the same reason they have them now yeah but for who for the people in the theater so hey like, come back next week and see this really why is that hard to believe i don't know but it wouldn't be on tv because they didn't no, have tv was, no it was it was it was coming attractions oh you know they play them in the theater before the movie when did that start I, I don't know exactly, but I would imagine probably around the same time features started. I don't know. I mean, well, I always thought it was just you just put up a poster. <laughs> There's more than one way to market a film. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I'm pushing back so much. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, like you would buy a movie ticket and then you just go into the theater, and it wasn't like you just kind of just sit down. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you would, like if you go back far enough, like the way it works is, you know, they'd be showing a feature, and you might just walk in in the middle, and you'd see half of it, and then there'd be like a newsreel after it, be some coming attractions, maybe like a, a short with Bugs Bunny, yeah, and maybe it maybe a B movie after that, and then they would just keep repeating it all day, be on like a loop. That's where the phrase "This is where I came in" comes from. Like, oh, this is where I sat down. Like, I was at this act of this movie. So I've seen the whole loop at this point. Goodbye. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's so cool. How much do you wish we could go back to that? <laughs> that's... Yeah. That's so cool. Fuck. God damn it. And now they now they charge you $22 and then hustle you out right afterwards. Yeah, but you get to watch Maria Menudos for 20 minutes. What's Maria Menudos? I don't know. She's the lady on the screen who's like, here's an ad for Coke. 
And here's we took you behind the scenes. Oh, of, that! How do you yeah, know that woman's name? Because I see a lot of movies. <laughs> God damn it, Rob! We're this is an intervention. You know the name of the lady. Well, she's kind of a meme on like film Twitter too. Jesus Christ! Just because she's one of those people that like everyone who sees a whole lot of movies like sees her and like yeah knows her name, but like no one like. Why is she famous? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just for that? Was she in something else before that? Or is she, yeah. just, is she just the advertising lady? Yeah, yeah. She's just like, I'm going to guess, like, I can just a conventionally attractive woman. My, her name is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Just her name is burned into my memory Maria now. Maria like, Yeah, like, uh, uh, well, now this isn't as good of an example. The OxyClean guy, what was his name? Oh, Billy Mays! Billy Mays, yeah. Just a guy whose name I knew just because he shouted his name often enough on yeah. TV. He's like, not famous for anything. You're an, you're an advertising pitch man. Yeah. But Did he make OxyClean? I don't think so. I think he was just a, like a guy that got hired for infomercials because people liked his cocaine energy. Yeah, which turned out to be literal. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Who And then who was the Shamwell guy? I don't, I don't know. Shamwell guy. Yeah, he, did, you know, he, they kind of tried to make him into a Billy Mays, but you can't yeah. touch the king. Well, well, they, well, they tried to make him into a Billy Mays, and then he, like, uh, beat the shit out of a sex worker, didn't he? That was it, yeah. No, wait, or did he? No, you know what? I think he got the shit beat out of him by a sex I worker. I prefer that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, yeah, and then I think got arrested for hiring a sex worker. Fair. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's what you get. Um, I don't know. Uh, not, I'm taking no position. Please don't be mean to me. Yeah. Anyway, um, man, no, we are, we are deep for a half hour and have not started talking about the movie yet. So. What's it called? It's cool. It's not a long movie. Uh, it's two hours. It's two I hours. Yeah. What's it called? How, when, when did they start having like two hour movies? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Birth of a Nation is like probably about that long. Really? It's a long movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. I mean, I went to film school. They That's show you that at some point. Yeah. It is, like, a historically significant movie, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I don't that's, know. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Pretty funny to make, like, an incredibly racist movie, but to just put your entire fucking heart into it. Uh. That's actually... You know what? You don't have, I don't want to give D.W. Griffith too much credit. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those, those movies that, like, you know, because it's from 1915, like... Like, it hasn't entirely survived, and, like, there are, like, different yeah. versions of it. So the runtime on Wikipedia is between 133 and 193 minutes. Those are very different <laughs> runtimes. Those are very different yeah. runtimes. I thought it was going to be, like... Because some of those I've seen in the past, it's, like, a 5-minute to, like, 15-minute difference. Yeah. That is a huge disparity. But, uh, yeah, no. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to say D.W. Griffith absolutely won that round. What do you mean? What's it called? Well, because he made maybe one of the most racist movies of all time before, like, Triumph of the Will. Huh? And just, like, and just, right, and just, but made it so well that, like, a hundred years later, it's still being, like, like, if you go to film school, you still have to watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 everyone just, like, sitting there, like, just absolutely, like, steam coming out of their ears because mm -hmm. how much we, you know, it's such a disgusting movie, but it's like. Well, he invented cross-cutting. Exactly. So yeah, idiot. fuck, we have to watch this. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You know what? Shout out D.W. Griffith. You're... <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> the, the, the funniest thing about that movie is... Um, uh, I remember well, I remember when I was uh, in film school. I was yeah. like, I was talking to one of my roommates. Like, I've talked to you about this guy before. Yeah. Like, the, the guy, the, like, reasonable Republican who's on, like, the Huntsman campaign. Yeah, and, yeah. And I was talking to him 
about how you know I, was, I had to watch Birth of a Nation. It was so fucking racist. Yeah. And and he was he was like, no, D.W. Griffith wasn't racist. I mean, he he adapted a racist novel, but like you know he felt so bad about it that the next year he made Intolerance, which is about how Intolerance was bad, which is true. He did like because the movie was like boycotted by the NAACP. He did make a I'm not racist movie called Intolerance that was about like intolerance throughout the ages like yeah. how, how prejudice is bad but it, it, and it was like you know four stories set in four historical time periods about all about how like you know again like prejudice is bad but like none of it was like you know prejudice against black people is bad like the persecution of the huguenots was yes. bad. yeah exactly it's very like don't be racist against white people exactly yeah yeah, yeah. also also he was Absolutely racist. What yes. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, no, but he, he just he has he had one of those galaxy brains that like yeah like everyone except him has to be wrong at all times. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like every reasonable Republican. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No. Um. No. I mean. I mean. I mean. I, that famously like didn't like D.W. Griffith because he was like one of the original United Artists, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah. 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 He was in there with like Charlie Chaplin and all those guys, yeah. and then I think he got ostracized because he made Birth of a Nation, and then they were all like, "What the fuck." I don't know if that's exactly. What's it called? I know. I know. I think he had like a big like falling out with Charlie Chaplin over it. Yeah. Because Charlie Chaplin was like, yeah, Charlie Chaplin was that was. Yeah, United well, Artists was founded after. Yeah. After Birth of a Nation. Yeah, but I think he was like in the talks to. I can't remember. I saw he I'm, was he was one of the founders. So yeah. It was founded in 1919, which was four years after he made Birth of a Nation. Yeah. So I guess they kissed and made up i don't know i don't know i don't know i i just i'm 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 recalling this all from a drunk history <laughs> i don't actually know okay i don't actually know i know way more about the jewish involvement in hollywood than i do about anything that's my primarily my film history that i know i know which is very funny it's because so i wrote i wrote an entire paper for a jewish history class that was just like no we do control hollywood like i don't know what to tell you <laughs> and that's good it's good yeah, yeah. and isn't that great yeah. what's it called i was that's where yeah that's where yeah i was doing i was doing hasbara back in the day before yeah. it was cool yeah you just uh, took that editorial cartoon of the octopus and just gave him a smiley face <laughs> <laughs> and then like, look, you pigs! You want your Fast and Furious or not? Yeah, I kind of do. I'm kind of excited to. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. How long is that movie? Three hours. It's three hours. Yeah. It's it's as long as Birth of a Nation. That <laughs> <laughs> is what. How? It has the same opinion of the clan too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No. Very cool. What's it going? How? How? How much money do you think that movie is going to cost today? Is going to? They've made it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I don't. How much money did it cost to make? Yeah. I'm sure they've released that information somewhere. (laughs) That has to be like at least like a three hundred million dollar movie, right? I don't. Probably that's probably a little high. You think? They blow up a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm just anticipating because it is three hours of what I'm going to say is probably like, ha- okay, let's say charitably, an hour and a half of that is just family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? But I'm going to guess you're going to get at least an hour to an hour and a half of like explosions and shit like that. And just that sort of special effects budget is going to be... I'm. It will be an expensive movie. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Only Angels, angels have, have Wings from 1939. Rob loves these angel movies. I mean, there's no literal angels in this movie. More what I was thinking about is, apparently I have a thing about movies in flight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've had a, I've had a number of movies about pilots and such. Yeah, what is it? What, what, wings, this, 
the wind rises. Yeah. Um, alien. Um, oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, true. Technically, I hate this, but yes, yeah, true. Was it a, what, do you want to fly? Starship Troopers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly, Star, Denise Richards and Starship Troopers. Is a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. about how, you know. Yeah. And Starship Troopers and the wind rises. There's actually a lot of overlap there. Yeah. But, you know. Just wanting to wanting to fly in a fascist society. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But not because of fascism, but just because how much you love flying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't really divorce the two. Yeah. You can't. And then you I, know, I, I take it back. I think the wind rises sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Starship Troopers already covered it all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Starship Troopers already did it. Yeah. Miyazaki's a hack. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Um. No. Um. What's it called? Yeah. And then I have a thing for um. Uh. 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 uh showgirls. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pervert. Uh, you tried. I tried. I did, but also I didn't. So not my problem. Anyway, uh, only angels have wings. Directed by Howard Hawks, 1939. We already rolled the trailer. You're already listening. Callie is just, just. She does this thing where she just stares at you in pants and yeah. doesn't really let you know what she wants. Do you want to go out again? You want to go out? Last time you did not. You decided you didn't. You want to go out? Is that it? Do you want food? Do you want water? I think I know what you want, but we've already done that once, and we don't have time to do it again right now. We'll do it later. What's that? You know, with the leech. Le- I can't say the word, because you don't get all excited, but all right. you, know, you hook her up to a leash and go outside and do some stuff. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, she knows the word. She'll, she'll freak the fuck out if I say it, so we can't say it. What's the word? <laughs> You know, for a long time, my parents would, would would say perambulate because it's just another word for that, just to avoid, like, getting the dog excited, but eventually the dog learned that, too. But. Oh, man. Dog's too smart. Yeah. Well, she, she, can, she can open doors, man. It's, it's Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that's because you got, you got all these handles. Yeah. yeah, they all have latches, so yeah. it's not like, you know. She can't like turn a knob, but she can. She can. She knows that if she like jumps up on the latch, that thing will open. That's so crazy. Yeah. What's it? Imagine if she was a pig, be way smarter. But anyway, only angels have wings. Yes. So, all right. What do you want to say about this movie? So, uh, directed by Howard Hawks. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about a little bit? Mm-hmm. Just because he's a, yeah, he's a pimp. Yeah. He's a real pimp. Yeah. He's yeah, a, yeah. He's not Howard Hughes. He's not Howard Hughes. He is, in fact, a different man from the 30s named Howard. Yes. Who's into flying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, important to, important to, important to, um, yeah. Yeah. I think every insane white man in the 30s was just into flying. Well, because yeah. flying was such a new thing. Yeah. Because especially if, like, you're of a certain age, like, you got to, like, 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 grow up, like, start to have opinions about stuff, and then see people fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, and, like... And, and from it go to like, oh my god, they did this thing to like, like, you know, well, I need to go to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so I'm going to get on a plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in your lifetime. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I feel like this, like, sort of going back for a second, I feel like this has to be one of Miyazaki's favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Just because it does, like, have a similar relationship to Flight, just in terms of it, like, having a certain awe for it, but also, like, a real awareness of just the, like, you know, not not fascism in this case, but just the sort of, like, grubby, workaday underside of it. Like, yeah. This movie's mostly about how fucking dangerous it is. Yeah. 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 How it is not something we're supposed to do. Yeah. We defied God and found a way to do this. That, yeah. Like, we're... Yeah, like, I mean, there's there's that line early on where, uh, um, 
Bonnie, sort of the female lead of this movie, like sees a, a plane take off from this this runway out in the jungle in South America, and uh, Cary Grant's character Jeff, he's like, oh yeah, you're gonna tell me that it looks just like a bird, huh? You know, he's mm-hmm. like he's like you know cynical, hard bitten, yeah. like um, is sick of like has doesn't really have a lot of reverence left for flight or even tolerance left mm-hmm. for other people's like sort of hackneyed cliche reverence and yeah. But what she, what she says is no, it's not at all like a bird. That's what's so amazing about it. Like that's a human up there. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, which uh, you know th- that's you know um, it is like again it it's it kind of like. <clears throat> Reminds you how nuts it is. That, like, yeah. People do that. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. they shouldn't. How yeah. It's an affront to God. Yeah. That's why he sent that condor through that plane. That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. And, and, and not only do people do it, like, people do it for, like, literally to, like, earn a living. Yeah. Like, like, like it is. They're like, delivering the mail. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It just, has a contract. Yeah. Exactly. It is, like, a completely ordinary and just, like, like you said, like a workaday type deal yeah. for these people, right? The fact that they are slip the surly bonds and take flight. Who, who said that? <laughs> I'm not quoting. Slip the surly bonds? Yeah. I'm quoting something, aren't I? Slip, slip the, the bo- earthly bonds? Yes. Earthly? I think that's what you're, you're looking for. What does surly mean? Surly, like, uh, um, me basically no i think it's me no i i am surly let me look up the exact definition of surly but it's definitely me grumpy yeah um, oh, okay yeah bad tempered and unfriendly oh you are one surly mf can i help you callie i don't we don't know you don't know me like this girl yeah and uh, slipped the, yeah, you're right. Slipped the surly bonds <laughs> of Earth, which is from some poem. How do I know that? I don't know. It's from by John Gillespie McGee Jr. Who the fuck is that? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I know a poem. I only know one poem. It's Ozymandias. But. That's Shelley. Is it? Or is it Keats? I don't know. <laughs> Ozymandias, Ozymandias is Shelley. That's um, right. But. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is. Um, what do you want? <laughs> this episode is off the rails. Yeah, no, it's insane. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's, we're already. I feel like we're both sleepy. Yeah, yeah, I am, and you know, we've we've also got like the distraction of any time I like have to pause and think about what I'm gonna say. Like, I inevitably end up, like, making eye contact with the death ray of my dog. Exactly. Dog's, like, gaze. We have this gigantic dog in this here. horse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, recorded at stables. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the movie, um, so the movie, uh, the way that it's structured, at least initially, is it, um, it, we begin with the arrival of Bonnie. Who's mm-hmm. a um, a woman, who's like a, um, it turns out to be like a, a musician, like a traveling musician, yeah. um, who's on like a, you know, a, a, a an ocean liner that's making a stop in this uh, South American town of Baraka, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. or Branca rather. Yeah. Um, um and she just kind of gets off and is kind of just wandering around a little bit, and she kind of begins as like our point of view character. Yeah. Like the way that the movie is structured almost kind of reminds me of Star Wars, 
where she's kind of like C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. She's kind of like these outsider point of view characters who like just sort of lead you into this big strange world mm-hmm. um, and eventually kind of fade away a little bit in the narrative. Yeah. I mean, she ends up, I mean, she, she ends up being a lot more central to the plot than... But like, she does like she, fade away for like a third of the movie. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of the movie does end up just being about sort of people doing a job. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, um, like, that's kind of one of the, like, a lot, like um, one of the uh, sort of the things that gets associated with Howard Hawks a lot mm-hmm. is, like, his, you know, one, professionalism is one of his big themes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, he's big on, um, like, he's, he, um, I don't know why I'm so scatterbrained today. I'm going to blame the dog. But, um, you want to pause and get some coffee? Uh, I don't have, I don't know if there's coffee here. There uh, probably is, but we can, we can pause. Yeah. Yeah. Collect our thoughts. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We've, wow, we've been talking for 45 minutes and have said nothing. Exactly, yeah. All right. So I think just to keep us relatively focused, we're just going to go through the plot. Mm-hmm. And any kind of discussions that sort of radiate radiate out from there, we'll do that. But you know, just to give ourselves a sort of structure, because we've been all over the place so far. Forty five minutes in, and have described like you know the first two minutes of yeah. this film. So we got Bonnie. She's an entertainer. She shows up at Baranka, is immediately like simultaneously like bewitched by the place because it's you know it's 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 got that thing that like um, you know like Casablanca has yeah. or like. Like Star Wars has, you're just like this place is weird and cool. Yeah. Like there's there's interesting stuff going yeah. on. There's like weird music. You know, I'm I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But you know, so it's got that. It's also got some some light racism from her. Yeah. We're not really that light. She's she like there are these two dudes who are following her around. Yeah. And she's an, immediately very suspicious of them until she learns that they're American. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, okay, great. I'm just really relieved to hear something that doesn't sound like pig, pig Latin. Latin. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Incredible. Yeah. So I mean. This movie is, I think, in some ways, like, fairly, um, you know, it's, by the standards of, you know, golden age Hollywood, it's not Birth of a Nation. Yeah. But it's, you know, still from 1930s Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I had an interesting thought about this movie. Um, this movie actually has, like, I think, like, two or three, like, 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 like uh, Latin songs in it, yeah. Like Latin, like uh, like like folk songs, or, or or I mean, I don't know what type of songs they are. I don't know if they were modern or not, but you know. Right? And I was thinking, I was like, I was like, 90... I don't think the Peanut Vendor is a folk song. Well, not the Peanut Vendor, you know what I mean, right? Right? But like, but like the songs that like that like that like the like the 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 Latin characters in this movie um, sing, right? You know, they mm-hmm. have a few like cutaways of that. And like, I was thinking, I was like, this might have been legitimately like the first time that like a large swath of Americans like seeing this movie had actually heard Latin music. Yeah, I mean, probably not literally from this film, mm. because like you know there are plenty of movies whose appeal was like you get to see some characters in a foreign locale. Like that was kind of almost a whole yeah like genre of movies, like adventure movies set in faraway exotic places. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. If you if you were to make an adventure movie, where where would you want it to be set? Like uh, one of these. One of these. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nineteen thirty eight. You're you know, Rob um, Hawks, right? Rob Hawks, yes. Rob Hawks, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, can you I know. be Mike Hawk? You, you no, because I am. I'm your brother. 
Uh, what's it called? No, you're my cunt. That, that's right. I am. I am. I am my cunt. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, no. Um. But no. But uh. But yeah. 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 So you can make right. You're making a movie, right? You're pitching a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about this? I'm the Jew. You're pitching a movie to me, right? What's mm-hmm. it called? Where Where are you sending it? Israel. <laughs> you can't do that while I'm drinking. Yes, I can. Really well. So well. My, my no, please, com- please do a spit take all over my mom's office. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. Of hot coffee, yeah. Yeah. But no, um... Mm. No, you're right. I would pick Cambodia. Okay. I don't know why. A lot of jungles, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I know so much about Cambodia, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, no, well, I, know, I know about Cambodia from Nam Shellshock 67. A game where you get to do war crimes. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> good game. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I would just walk around my house after I played that game, just going, just going. I kill you, GI, over and over again. Mm-hmm. They would yell that, and I was just like, "Damn, yeah, crazy." Okay. Yeah. Cool. You could also, you could, you could exchange chits for sex with prostitutes in that game. Okay, so I'm gonna direct us back to only <laughs> angels have wings. But you to guess what I did? I spent a lot of time doing in that game. Anyway, continue. Only angels have wings, directed by Howard Hawks, okay. nineteen thirty nine. So, um, turns out the two men are bush pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, there's this little airfield in town they use to, you know, um, fly mail inland, basically. You know, they, they never really get into a whole lot of specifics of where this is. It's, you know, it's a coastal town, but the Andes are right there. So, I don't know, Chile, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the people in the inland who do mining and yeah. shit, we don't really get a whole lot of that. The point is just... The characters that we are going to get to know are the people who undertake these incredibly dangerous, like, flights over the Andes to deliver mail and mining supplies, at one point nitroglycerin, Yeah. you know, um, in, like, these busted-ass 1930s planes that yeah. are, like, you know, like, half a half a generation removed from biplanes. Exactly. Like, and they're, like, flying over the mountains. Yeah, um, yeah, and, like, through the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they can't really get over... Yeah. So they just kind of have to, like, fly through, like, canyons and passes. Yeah. Um, they have, like, a dude who just lives up in the mountains in a hut just to, like, phone down and be like, yeah. it's raining. Or yeah. it's clear. Yeah. yeah. Is that a... No, 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 no. No, from your approximation, I was trying to figure this out. Is that a great life or a terrible life? Uh, okay. So, there are a lot of things that appeal about the lifestyle of Tex. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Largely that um, it seems like, you know, he doesn't really have to do much for work. He just yeah. kind of looks out the windows like, here's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, that appeals to me a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, fantastic. Very, I mean, low, high stakes, because, like, if you tell someone the wrong information, they're going to die. Yes. Um, but, you know, it doesn't seem that hard to get the right information out. You pretty much just have to be, <laughs> a, be awake at, when the radio yeah. comes on. Yeah, and, and then like, knock out the windows. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, And even that seems to be negotiable. Yeah, but, like, the downside is, like, now, you know, you drop me in there with, like, a with like a Netflix subscription, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, hook me up with some Dark Souls, you know. Oh, man. I'll make it work. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. 19, now you're speaking my language. 1939. What, is he just, like, reading the Bible up there, like, <laughs> over and over again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, like, reading the Bible, and, and he has, like, a mule up there, too. Yeah, he has, like, three playing cards with, like, naked ladies yes, on them. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, his, that's his whole life. Yeah, that's it, he, yeah. He like, comes down once a week to get more beans, probably. <laughs> To get more beans and like back fat, yeah, yeah, in a can, yeah, and presumably like 
nine bottles of liquor. Yeah, exactly. He, he's yeah. just got to be getting hammered up there all the oh, time. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that's the thing. Once again, we swung back into, kind of sounds like the life. <coughs> but, yeah, no. No, yeah. <coughs> Listening to, like, I don't know. Uh, well, his name is Tex. I'm going to guess, like, I don't know. Like, like. Do you, like, think, do you oh. think he's a phonograph up there? I have, I, I don't know. What? I don't know. <clears throat> I, I mean, listen, if it were me, I would immediately I'd get a phonograph and just Civil War songs. Or I don't know what the fuck they listened to back then. Al Jolson? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, that Jew is really, he, he could do a black person so well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but. Let's go. Did you, you know what, you should have asked your Republican, your reasonable Republican roommate what he thought of Al Jolson. I, I am sure that he loved Al Jolson. He was big into, like, old-timey show tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, well, did you know, because I actually got this, because since Al Jolson was Jewish, of course, mm-hmm. there were Al Jolson defenders in my life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're like, did you know, he actually, like, helped, like, a lot of black people get into showbiz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Did yeah, you yeah. also see him? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Swings yeah. roundabouts. Yeah. Al Jolson, it's, the land yeah. of contrasts. Yes. With with that kind of with that kind of person always just well they did one nice thing. Exactly, yeah. And I like them, so I don't care about the rest. Exactly, yeah. Was Amos and Andy racist? Was Amos and Andy racist? Yeah. Almost certainly. Right? Yeah. My dad would always go that's what my dad complains about kids. Were they were they they were not black, right? I don't think so. But they were supposed to be black? I'm pretty sure that was a blackface thing. Right? Would you believe I'm not like super well versed in Amos and Andy? Dude, we should. You, dude, we should listen to some. You know, what? I'm gonna. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna continue to be incredibly distractible. I'm Google searching Amos and Andy right now. Yeah, yeah. I do like their cookies though. Dude, no, that's named after him. <clears throat> I know. That's why I made the joke. Wait, is it actually? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting. There are a lot of different pictures here. Some of them are white. Some of nope, written and voiced by two white actors. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So in in television, you know. Okay. So it started as radio, voiced by white guys. Eventually did a brief TV show, and they were black there. I'm gonna guess it still wasn't great, just because yeah. it was based off of some blackface stuff. Yeah. Uh, but at least better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know clowns are supposed to be like Irish face. Isn't that true? I don't know. That's what I always heard, yeah. Like, the red nose, and, like, they're just, like, supposed to be... (laughs) Literally, clowns originate, like, in what we think of clowns, not, like, I don't know, some Italian guy who's been like, I'm a Harlequin. I don't know what accent. Perfect, yes. (laughs) Killed it. From the the Borat region. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they got mountains there. Yeah. I don't know, Borat, I don't know, who knows. But no, but, um, but no, but, um, yeah, like, what we think of as clowns, like, start as, like, basically, like, Irish version of a minstrel show yeah. and then being like look at these drunk mix with their red noses and like very pale skin yeah. yeah look at them yeah look how silly they're being yeah when really it should have been polish but anyway continue so anyway, bonnie bonnie meets these two guys these pilots um they're sort of you know sort of joking not I mean competing for her attention but yeah. in like a very like good nature mm-hmm. easygoing kind of way mm-hmm. like um yeah they're not being like um I mean, like, too pushy. Yeah, they're, like, they're competing to see, like, who buys her a drink, but yeah. in a way where it's, like, these guys are friends and don't really, you know, this yeah. is kind of all very good-natured to them. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. She could be, like, no, go away, and it'd probably be fine. Yeah, and, you know, one of them could get to the girl and the other could not, and they wouldn't, you know, be yeah. too beat up about it. They'd be like, ah, just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, but anyway, one of them ends up, like, getting um, called in to make a mail run. Like, you know, they've been... 
beset by fog, so they haven't been able to get anything out. But there's a brief break in the weather. So, you know, one of them gets pulled out to, like, you know, make the flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he gets up there. It turns out by the time he's, like, made it to the pass, Tech's up in the pass, like, it's blocked. You know, fog is back, turn yeah. back. And so then there's this sort of extended sequence of trying to direct him into land. Which, can I just say real quick, is, like, legitimately, like, 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 very, like, almost, like, nerve-wracking. Like, yeah, it was it's, really it's well- very tense. Because, yeah. you know, the, the landing strip is covered in fog. Yeah. You know, in deep fog. Um, so he doesn't have any way to see it. You know, they put a couple of spotlights up, but, like... He can't, he can't see can't them. see them. And, like, they don't have radar. So yeah. there's, you know, this extended sequence of, like... Him just, like, flying over the field ahead and them trying to, like, determine whether or not he's lined up correctly just based on how he sounds. Yeah. Um, it's some real, like, just, this is, like... This is not a science. No. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. Man wasn't made to fly. No, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah, this is, like, this is, like, uh, this is, like, uh, uh, like, a World War One where they, like, put machine guns in. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, we're not prepared for machine yeah. guns and gas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the with the with the military tactics we have, mm-hmm. which are um, well, they have to run out of bullets at some point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, but no, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's being directed. They're literally trying to talk him. They're trying to talk him through the mechanics of landing. Yeah. Right. Which, like, if you think about that for more than a second, is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he makes like a couple of attempts and like nearly crashes because they yeah. don't have him lined up yeah. right. It's clear it's just not happening. Yeah. Um. And like the people who are talking him in are. You know, halfway through the scene, Jeff, the owner of the airline, played yeah. by Cary Grant, yeah. is introduced. And again, he's very gruff. He's yeah. very, you know, he's, you know, been doing this a million years and has, you know, yeah. lost oh, but a lot. He's been doing this a million years, by which we mean, I don't know, probably like ten. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Well, uh, the guy who's doing it with him, uh, Kid, his Kid, partner. Um, who's like the grizzled old veteran type. Yeah. It has been doing it for 22 years. And his play, what's the, the actor's name? The, uh, the actor who plays him is the first guy to, he didn't EGOT, he never got a Grammy. Yeah. But he was the first guy to win an Emmy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Mm. Um, what's his name? They probably didn't have Grammys back then, did they? I mean, he also just might not have been a singer. I don't know when, when Grammys started yeah. up. Uh, Thomas Mitchell. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's been one of those guys who's in like a million things. He's in, he's in High Noon, he's in Stagecoach, he's in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, why is she closing the door? Because <laughs> she's a demon. What's it called? I don't think she knows how doors work. What's it called? You want me to open the door a little bit and see if she grows out? Sure. There. There, you want to go out? She might just be messing with the shit. Okay. I mean, true. I'd still leave it open. Okay. Can I also say in this picture, you you clearly in this picture of Rob, he's clearly like it's clearly like post game, and that is a that is a boy that you are so tired in that picture. Oh yeah, yeah. That is a that is a man that left everything on the field that day. Oh yeah, I was. Well, uh, you say that, but I feel like I al- almost exclusively played goalie because I didn't yeah. have to run. Yeah, you have very goalie energy, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah, goalie goalie is the coolest guy. I actually I don't know if I've told you this. I got thrown out of. I would come home from college to fake my age and play in my brother's soccer games, and I got thrown out of a game. Like, I got red carded. You told this story. Have I told it on the pod? I think so. Oh. But, yeah, you got too into uh, a game. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't get too into a game. No, I was swearing at my own team. That's getting too into a game, man. They weren't playing defense. (laughs) 
What did I just say? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, no, no. So they're trying to. So yeah. So like, so, yeah. So, like, so these two grizzled old veterans, kid and yeah, Jack. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who have been flying for a combined total of like probably how old Rob and I are. Well, I mean, at one point, kid says he's been playing flying for twenty two years. Yeah. Um, Which is so, a decent amount of. Yeah, but like he's been like he might have started flying in like World, world War, war One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which honestly, such an insane like that's crazy to imagine like. Yeah. Like, not even 15 years after, like, the Wright Brothers, the, the Wright Brothers fly at Kitty Hawk, mm-hmm. like, 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 you're just, like, this is not, like, you're just, you're fighting for your life in these things. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, but also, like, you know, weren't they, like, at least early on, like, shooting at each other with revolvers? Yes, yeah, no, 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 that's how it, no, yeah, yeah. it absolutely started, yeah, because they were purely a reconnaissance thing at first, and then they're just like, they're just like, oh, those are Germans, yeah. and so they would, yeah, so they would, they would... They would, yeah, just shoot each other with revolvers, and they would also take bricks up mm-hmm. and just try to huck bricks through because, like, the, it was like, what, what was it? What was it? Canvas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they're like, we can, we can make a hole in that. Yeah. Which is, can you imagine downing a plane with, with two, a brick? Can you yeah. imagine? You must just rock hard. Yeah, you must be like God. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine destro- destroying some shit with a brick. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that's yeah. true. That's true. And as a Jew, I would imagine being so afraid of a brick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. But anyway, so so you know, eventually, like the uh, the pilot up there, eventually, like kind of just like, you know, he could keep circling for like three hours or something. That's how much fuel he had, just to, like and try and hope that the weather clears up a little bit. But he's he's a little over eager to make it back and have dinner with this girl. So yeah, he, he attempts a landing and crashes and, and dies. Yeah, yeah. like uh, just but like nearly makes it. Just like a tree like clips him. Yeah, like. Right by the runway. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, when, when he's probably about like like I don't know like forty feet up in the air, like he's close. Yeah, and like I, I, I should say the special effects in this are pretty good. Oh yeah. For like, I mean, it's you know it's like thirties model work. Yeah. So you know it doesn't look real. Yeah. But like it's it's pretty like it's pretty visceral model work. Yeah. Like and there is like some actual aerial photography in there too, um, mm-hmm. which is you know pretty cool. Just seeing like actual again like thirties like barely not a biplane planes yeah. like flying over the probably they probably didn't actually film in the andes but like yeah you know they did do like real aerial photographies on i don't know the sierra nevada or the yeah. rockies or something, something or else yeah. yeah 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 no but it is it is it is like it, i mean i mean that's the thing. yeah i mean you're right it doesn't look real but like i mean again this but movie, it looks it looks visceral my grandfather was two years old when this movie was made. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, well, my other one was twelve, but still. Mm-hmm. But you know, but 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 yeah. But like, both of my grandfathers were children when this movie was made, and it looks like honestly, like better than some CGI. I yeah. Like I, again, I don't think real isn't really the mm-hmm. the yardstick because yeah. nothing really looks real. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Does does this put me in the scene or does it take me out of it? And it puts me in the scene. A, yeah. yeah, like they could probably do a much more realistic plane crash today if they remade this movie. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, what would be gained? Like, like, like by that looking more realistic. But like, I don't know. Like, if you did like a big CGI plane crash, like, yeah, I feel like half the time, like, it would just look like a different kind of fake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, like, like for how far we've come in, in, in special effects to this day, like really like you're right. Like what is the point of special effects? It is whether or not I am gripped by what I am seeing. You right. know what I mean? And like, yeah, like watching him fucking eat it and just trying to be like, is he okay? Like, yeah. is he? Like, oh no, he's not okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 
Like that is like yeah, like you feel something there, and it's yeah. it's incredible. It's and to do that with like I mean I'm guessing like it's like marionettes basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, usually models are usually bigger than you think they are. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a six foot model or something. Yeah. But um, still. Yeah. Yeah. But, incredible. Yeah. But like it, it works, you know, because the scene around it works. Yeah. Like, the first like half hour of this movie in particular is such a masterpiece of just like introducing you to a whole new world. Yeah. And sort of like gradually like insulating you in these like shifting dynamics. Um, yeah. Well, like you know, at first you're just you're just with um, Bonnie, and then like Jeff sort of comes in and takes over, and you sort of watch him doing his job from her perspective, and you get such a like when the crash happens, you get such a sense of like how regular this is by how everyone reacts to it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they are hurt. They've just lost a friend. But, yeah. like, none of them are surprised. Like, they're they're a little beaten down to this. Like, like no, that sucks. Yeah, like, when, when they when Tex radios in, the, you know, the guy up in the, the mountains, um, to be like, hey, did uh, did Joe make it back? And they tell him no. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and that's it. Like, just like, yeah, yeah that's that sucks. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, it's like four. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like it's like when a well liked coworker gets fired. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's gonna count from at like a company that's like you know not doing well. That, that's yeah. happening at, happening at pretty regularly. Exactly. Like, yeah. A high turnover company. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 And then, then we kind of go back to Bonnie, um, and just to sort of see how she processes this, as opposed to how everyone else processes this, because like obviously she doesn't know joe the pilot that well like she's like almost had dinner with him yeah but like you know there was this guy who she met and who was nice to her who just died in a very violent tragic way yeah within within like an hour of meeting them maybe even less yeah and kind of because you know he he put himself at risk because he wanted to see her yeah you know um so she's she's having some feelings yeah and jeff and you know she starts to have some feelings and jeff's like you can't have feelings in my bar yeah, you know, you've got to get out there, if you get out yeah. of here, because if you're going to have feelings. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, she gets upset because they all, because because they all like, they all just kind of like immediately move on and like and like and like and and, and like she's like, how there's, can you... there's a there? It's clear they have developed a ritual for how to process this. Yeah, you know, they have gone through loss so often that there is a rhythm to the way that it works. You know, yeah. they, you know, Jeff and Kid go back and. Uh, Dutch, who's sort yeah. of a, the barkeep. Yeah. At the yeah. like. That's honestly that's your perfect job. The the barkeep at the the pilot bar. Yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? You'd be a great Dutch. <laughs> I honestly think that. Yeah. yeah. Why like, not? The guy who like is you know kind of a guy to turn to, but also can be like very easily messed with by like just saying Dutch, we're gonna send you up in one of the planes. Absolutely. Like, no, you cannot. I am yeah. terrified. That, that's my yeah. perfect Dutch accent. That's your perfect Dutch accent. Yeah. No. Also very funny. Just once again, he's just a German guy. Yeah. 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 Who fought? Funny enough, in World War One for the Imperial German Army. There you go. I'm gonna say you're fighting in World War One. Who are you fighting for? Shut the fuck up. We don't have to... We're an hour in. We've gotten no, through 20 no, minutes of no. this movie. Well, my answer is the Germans, obviously. Congratulations. Thank okay. You. There's no good answer. No, there is no good answer, but I nope. trust them more than the British. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, well, because the British army is just led by a bunch of guys who, like, went to Landon, basically. So is the German army. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. They're equivalent of it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I trust the Germans to be a little bit more, like... The smarter people that went to Landon. 
And not the richer ones that went to Landon. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I'm trusting that. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense in my head. Definitely not being French. I feel like they just got so many... Didn't like a million French people die? Like a, a, I was, I, yeah. I think more Germans died than anyone. Is that true? They lost, Matt. Well, yeah, but... Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, just because, like, the officer class had a slightly higher, like, tuatonic pedigree doesn't yes. mean they were, like, more concerned about feeding Chad. Well, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely, the two answers you're not picking is immediately not Italian. Definitely not Italian. You know what I mean? I hate that you sucked me into this. What? Yeah, I know. I love that. And for sure not Russian. No. That was the first, that was the first war. I mean, I guess you could maybe get away with Ottoman. Ooh, Ot- actually, actually. Because, like, you're going to lose, but, like, you're not going to lose quite as hard. Actually, Ottoman's the right answer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're, listen, you're on the right side of Gallipoli. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, definitely. Not. You want to fuck- fight for the army that's just going to break and run. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, well, and that's the thing, is that Russian actually might not be the worst answer because you could desert pretty easily. There were so many Russian deserters, but also if you didn't desert, you're dying. And they shot so many deserters. Too. They did shoot a lot of deserters. Also, they, again, that's a situation where you might just be told, "Okay, charge and find a rifle as you're charging." That's that's literally that's literally where they got the idea of doing that during Stalingrad was from World War One because that's what they did. They had to come up with that idea. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was like that was like considered like a tactical genius. Like move in the Russian army. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're both. So we're both Ottomans, is what we've decided. There you go. Right. Yeah. That's it. Did they? No, that's racist to ask. I okay. I have to know what you were gonna ask. <laughs> Did they wear turbans? Okay. Um. So. What? Or they're more fez, right? I think they're more fez. They're more fez. We would look great in the fez. Shut the fuck up. Call me Matt Pasha. Okay, shut up. What were we talking about? How we were talking about... Okay, so, so how, how they, they developed kind of a ritual. Yeah. Um, and again, this is... I think this is... I, like, the first half hour of this movie, I think, is about as perfect as any filmmaking I've ever seen. Like, the, yeah. the movie all the way through, I think, is, is great. But, like, the first hour, half hour in particular is something special. Just in terms of, again, like... World introducing building. you yeah. so fluidly into a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and introducing the sort of various dynamics that are going to play out for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. and it's well, a very you know, interesting dynamic because you have all these, like, gringos in this, like, just in this Latin American town. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? And they kind of have their own kind of society right. that is separate, but then sometimes overlap. It's very and interesting. Yeah. One of the blind spots of the movie is it never really questions why everyone with money in this town is a gringo. Yes. Like, it just, there yeah. are a lot of, again, it's from the 30s, there are a lot of kind of quasi-colonial assumptions just sort of... Yeah baked into yeah. it like it, there's not like you know open contempt for like the the, the latin characters yeah like there would be in you know some worse movies from the period like it does you know take at least glancing interest in some of their lives yeah um, it doesn't treat them as a joke no generally speaking yeah you know but still like it's just yeah yeah i mean you know you know we're here to make money and they're here to i don't know they're just, do whatever the hell they're doing yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that was really revealed by the fact that like Basically, none of the pilots who have been there for God knows how long yeah. basically speak any Spanish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just, they, no Spanish. No yeah. Spanish at all. Yeah. Like, they just, what's it called? They, 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 there's like one guy, Sparks, who's not a pilot that speaks Spanish. Yeah. And they just have him do everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but, but like you said, I mean, like, but like the doctor is, is a Spanish guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who like quotes Shakespeare and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they're not like, they're not just like, ah, they're just eating 
paella. I don't know. That's actual Spanish people. But yeah, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not, yeah, this, the, 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 trying to come up with Chilean cuisine. All yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, we don't even know if they're Chilean. We don't right. know where this is. So, like, I'm trying to. So, like, that's why I'm also just calling them Spanish because I don't know. The it's Latin. Less, it's less racist. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, when I worked in construction, that is what you were either Spanish, white, or black. That's they wouldn't. They didn't. No one called them Latino. Everyone just called them Spanish. Okay. Which I thought was very interesting. I was like, they're not. They're not from Spain. No, they're all descendants of Juan Carlos. That's right. Yeah. Everyone, everyone I worked construction with. It, they're all doing uh, like a Prince and the Pauper thing. That's right. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. How funny is it that Spain has a king? Okay. But anyway, yeah. um, did he take like a billion dollar bribe from the Saudis? Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, so cool. Anyway. Being but, a king and taking a Okay. 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 But, um, so they like... <laughs> So there, there is this whole ritual that like, yeah. the pilots have, where like you know they they, they have a death. Like Jeff and Kid kind of like go in the back room for a minute, just kind of like hash out their feelings in private and be like, "Was there anything different we could have done? No. Okay. Well, it sucks, but yeah. you know, that's just kind of the job. Yeah. And that like that's just kind of the job is so important to like the ethos of the movie. Like that's yeah. that's like what everything else is about. Is like basically this is a movie about how like you can't get your feelings. You can't let your feelings get in the way of your job. Yeah. While also, like, making clear just how powerful and overwhelming those feelings can be. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, they, they go in private to have their feelings, and then from the moment they emerge, like, they're back to just, like, everything is normal. Yeah. Like, they buy Joe's girlfriend a beer, or mm-hmm. a, a drink. Yeah. And then, from there on out, it's, they literally say, like, who's Joe? I don't know who Joe is. Yeah. Because they just, they need to move on. Yeah. Like they're just, they're done. You know, yeah. we got to get back to work. And that's so um, offends Bonnie because she's like. Well, it, it offends her at first because she's like, you've just lost a friend. But then she goes outside to have her emotions. Yeah. You're basically doing the same thing that Joe did, or Jeff yeah. did. Yeah. And then she, she sort of remarks like, I think, I think to Dutch. I think Dutch is the one who goes out there with her. I don't remember. It, it might be Sparks. Sparks has Sparks. a lot of, yeah. 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 yeah she, she and him have, do a lot of like. Yeah. One-on-one uh, time. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. She's basically, you know, I've always kind of thought the, like, um, performative mourning was kind of BS, and that I would rather just remember people as they were. Like, yeah. it's just, I've never actually seen anyone do the other thing, so it was kind of shocking to me. And so, that, like, she, it takes her a second to get on their wavelength, but then she kind of gets into it. Yeah. Like, she goes, she goes back in, and there's this great scene where, like, Jeff is, like, trying to play piano, and this is when we learn she's a musician, mm-hmm. where she, like, takes over for him, and, like, there's this great, like, sing-along scene where they all play the peanut vendor, and, mm-hmm. like, just, it's, it's this, like, you know, everyone is clearly, like, processing their emotions by, like, but, like, refusing to acknowledge them at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, they're they're partying that much harder because they can't talk about what's happening. It's you kind know? of like an Irish wake, I yeah. think. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I don't know. What's it called? We have locks at ours. But, no. And also, they're not wakes. But anyway, but, yeah. no, We, yeah. Do, we do always sing the peanut vendor. Yeah, I, I yeah. figured. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but, but, yeah, no. And, 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 and I think, like, something, like, very striking is, like, I think someone remarks, like, I think it's Jeff. Marks are just like, just like, just like, if you feel like this, how the hell do you think we feel? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like it's, it's we're not, not doing this because we're unfeeling. We're doing yeah. this because we have to, con- like, just move on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is no, if we got like this every time someone died, like, not, like, we couldn't. Yeah. If we had, like, a period of mourning, like, we, we, we had our period of mourning. We still got to deliver the mail tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah we're and someone contract. else is going to die next week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. And, 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 and at one point, I think it's Jeff asked her, like, 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 
like 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 what do you think of Joe or something like that? She goes Joe who, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to be like, I'm in on it. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes sense. Like, it is. It is, which is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> to just be like, but again, yeah, but it kind of makes sense. Like, no, okay, well, this bad thing happened, so we're gonna make a really good thing. AKA, we're all gonna get drunk and sing a peanut bender. Right. But yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like the movie has this this kind of. Um, you, you mentioned the, the Spanish doctor quoting Shakespeare, which yeah. I think is, like, and the line he actually quotes is from... Uh, Henry IV, yeah. Henry IV, which I'm going to fuck up a little bit, but the, um, to par- at least partially paraphrase it is, like, we all owe God a death. If we pay him today, we don't owe him tomorrow. It, which is you know, so great. Yeah, I love but that. It's, so like, great. really, um, you know, that kind of, like, hard-nosed quasi-nihilism, yeah. at least fatalism. Yeah, hard-nosed fatalism is like so essential to the like the the spirit of the the characters and the movie. Mm-hmm. Which again is just you gotta get the job done. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. why I relate to them so much. Yeah, um, and I think is is um, sort of a great um, is is a good sort of entry point to like the philosophy of Howard Hawks. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about him as a director a little bit. Yeah, because I don't think he's like he is one of the most important directors of this period. Mm-hmm. But I feel like doesn't get quite the uh, recognition that like a Hitchcock or a John Ford gets. Yeah. Partially because like those guys like they have a very clear style and like even like genre. Like when you talk about Hitchcock, you know exactly yeah. what type of movie it is. Like, Thriller, right? mystery, suspense type. Deal. Yeah. yeah. And he has like a, a specific like Hitchcockian style. There's too. the phrase Hitchcockian. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a movie and I was like, this is incredibly Hitchcockian. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 uh, what was it? Um, fine, upstanding woman, whatever the fuck. Oh, promising young woman. Promising young woman. Yeah, yeah. I found that to be very Hitchcockian. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I don't know. Do you agree with that? Mm, probably a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you at least see why I would say. That. Yeah. 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 But, 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 yeah. No, yeah. And that's the thing is like you know, and like I don't know. What, 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 John Ford. I always forget. So he he um I mean he he directed a lot of other things, but he's primarily known for westerns okay the same way that like scorsese has directed a bunch of different kinds of movies but yeah is mostly known for, for mob movies yeah. yeah or at least crime yeah movies. exactly yeah. yeah um italian movies yes <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah movies with a lot of white characters saying the n-word yes yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but um but like Haw- aka italian yeah. movies yes yeah but but hawks doesn't really have that like hawks worked in like a million different genres mm-hmm. um and, like, made, like, a bunch of the best movies of this period, but, like, they're all over the place. Yeah. Like just, just give you a quick rundown of his um, filmography. Uh, so, he um, directed the original Scarface. Okay. You know, so, it's gangster movies. Yeah. He directed The Big Sleep, which is one of the best noirs. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed the original version of The Thing, mm. uh, The Thing from Another World. Um, uh, Sergeant York, which is kind mm. of a... Um, I, I, a little bit of an underrated, like, anti... Not... It's not really anti-war, but it's, you know, it's actually... I think it's actually, in a way, kind of pro-war. But Yeah. But is you know, it has it raises interesting questions there, you know? Well, because well, well, the, the actual Sergeant York is such an interesting figure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, two of the best screwball comedies, uh, Bringing Up Baby and His Girl Friday. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, he directed Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, mm. big musical of Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Um, uh, and then um, he also directed a couple of the best westerns, um, Red River, which is one of the first like kind of revisionist westerns that like 
you know, takes, like, the John Wayne character and is like, this guy is actually kind of an asshole. Yeah. Like, insisting that you're the only one who can do anything and everyone else just needs to follow along behind you is like, this guy might not be the best. Like, he might yeah. actually be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, and then he also, another John Wayne movie, Rio Bravo, is, like, one of the most fun westerns. Yeah. It's like the only, like, it's... It, it, it accomplishes the incredible task of making it believably seem like John Wayne and Dean Martin could be friends. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, yeah. a, another movie about, like, a bunch of dudes. Like, it, like, Hawks was, like, kind of a... You know, I mean, like, every director, he's insane, and, like, his... his yeah. Pop, like, a lot of things about him are kind of hard to pin down, but, like, yeah. he, uh, he made Rio Bravo as, like, a... Um, a, uh, it was supposed to be like a, a counterpoint to High Noon, because High Noon was High Noon is like was was made like as an anti blacklist movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like it's it's they so uh, made a pro blacklist movie. Kind of, you know, it's because yeah. like High Noon, at least sort of, because High Noon is a, uh, you know, it's it's about every, you know, there's this bully or you know outlaw, um, and everyone in town just wants to go like go along with it like we, we don't yeah. want to stand up to him you know it's just it's too much trouble we'll 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 suffer ourselves it's easier to just let him pick on the couple of people that he wants to pick on and just not stand stand in his way and you know one person having to like take a moral stand against you yeah know, the you know quasi mccarthy figure yeah um but like you know trying to rally you know but this whole this person's whole quest like being like about trying to rally the community against yeah it, you know and like even if, but like even if the community won't stand up, like you've got to you've got to stand up to this boy. Yeah. Um, whereas Rio Bravo is is made with the idea of like, why would you ask someone for help? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with all these blacklist people. They're a bunch of complainers. Yeah. Figure it out yourself. But but like, if that was like, it is one of those interesting movies because if like if that was the original idea, like. One of the great things about it is that it like, it kind of makes John Wayne. It kind of makes fun of John Wayne a little bit. Yeah. Like he's like his characterization in this in the movie, is that he's like, you know, puts on this big show of being like a, a swaggering tough guy, but is like scared to talk to girls and like doesn't know how to flirt. Like, there's like there's a whole subplot in the movie with like Angie Dickinson keep like, who plays like a, like a, a you know a, a kind of you know troubled woman mm-hmm. like they, mm-hmm. you know it's it's the 50s so they have to kind of have to code it a lot yeah she's like you know a more sexually liberated woman yes but like you know with a heart of gold mm-hmm. um and she like keeps flirting with john wayne being like do you as you know again it's the 50s so they don't say it quite so explicitly but being like i want to fuck you yeah and she's like um well um <laughs> I, well i'm i'm gonna go shoot a bad guy exactly like, yeah he just doesn't know what to do with it yeah yeah absolutely um, and so it's, it's, again, it's like it, as much as it, it was made as like a John Wayne knows what to do movie, it's also, it's also like, and uh, intentionally ends up being like, John Wayne is a little boy <laughs> who just plays with his gun because exactly. he doesn't know how to talk to a woman. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Totally comfortable with murdering a man, but uh-huh. just completely baffled by having to talk to a woman, which honestly, mm-hmm. the Matt story. Yeah. The, but, um, but yeah. so, like, but it, it is also a movie, much like this one, about how you just, you have to get the job done. Yeah. No matter what, you know, yeah. like, and every like, all of the, all of the, the good guys in the movie are, you know, 
they've got shit going on yeah. that would prevent them from like just doing their job, but like mm-hmm. having to get through it anyway. Like Dean Martin is like <laughs> he's he's like the deputy. He's like a drunk who's like going through DTs and like can't mm. shoot straight, but like yeah. yeah. Still got to show up, and yeah. John Wayne is struggling with the burden of being an incel, yeah. <laughs> but like has to, has to show up anyway. And yeah, like, you know that's it's kind of, that this movie has like that similar ethos of just mm-hmm. like you know, it doesn't really matter what's going on. You just shut up and do your job. Yeah, and like, but it also like both Rio. The other thing that that is kind of shared between a lot of um, Hawks' movies is as much as there is that kind of like hyper-masculine, like, just obsession with professionalism. Like, the other thing Howard Hawks was really into is, like, he's also at the same time not, like, you could almost call him a feminist filmmaker. He's hmm. he's definitely not. No, absolutely um, not. But, like, no. you know, there's, he had this whole archetype that, like, as, like, of, like, Hawksian women, um, which is, like, Enough of a trope that, it, like, it has its own Wikipedia page. Mm. Of, like, you know, he kind of helped originate and define uh, the, like, 30s and 40s, like, archetype of, like, the tough-talking woman. Like, yeah. Like, very independent-minded. Um, like, you know, in, like... Um, and, you know, he... Pe- people later asked him, like, was this because it was something he believed in? He's like, I, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. You know, it made for good movies. Yeah, like, exactly. Having tough-talking Danes. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, like, in, like, um, you know, like, His Girl Friday is, like, all about, like, um, yeah. Gene Russell, like, you know, um, being, like, at, like, um, as, like, knowing and witty and, like, getting the better of Cary yeah. Grant. Yeah. Um, like, she's smarter and faster talking than him and like you know that's such a like a screwball archetype of like the the woman who's like you know keeps up with not only keeps up with the men but like does them one better like they have all the best lines and like you know the joke is usually at the expense of the man like not being able to keep up with the woman yeah um and like a lot of that you know that like like bringing a baby like Catherine Hepburn in that movie is like it's She's like one of the most. Like, it's she's almost like powerfully annoying. <laughs> like, she it's it's yeah. like she's a very lovable character in a lot of ways, but is like, you know, so like just weird and out there and just like not. Nope, I'm doing it this way, yep. but it's like it's it, it's just and like you never would have seen that in a movie. Like she's she's not like an just an object of desire. She's like an, yeah. like an independent actor. Yeah. And, like, you know, she, uh, like, Hawks, like, helped, like, discover Lauren Bacall. Yeah. Who, uh, was, um... I know Lauren Bacall. Yeah. 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 And, like, that's, like, that's, that's the other half that, like, you don't, like, Lauren Bacall especially, like, you get, and this is, again, like, Hawks helped define that because, like, a couple of Bacall's, like, first big roles were, like, Hawks movies, like, The Sleep. Yeah. She's, like, she's not the object of desire, but she's also, like, you know... She's pretty frank in her own sexuality. Yeah. And, like, not really, you know, unapologetic in, like, having desires herself. Is that the Whistle movie? Yeah. 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 Great scene. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes of all time. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, 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 I get what you mean with that. Like, just, instead of just being, like, I feel like this is a time, and I mean, and this still happens today in some movies, but I, I, I'd say less, um, just because, you know, 
you know, there's like, you know, like, like, there, there's like an actual push now to like, you know, I mean, we have the idea of like the Bechdel test and like well, shit like that. I think one of the, it did definitely start to fade away in like the 50s, like the, like the tough talking brassy dame thing. Yeah. And I know um, people have like, uh, there's been a lot of theorizing as to why. And like, I know that, you know, like one of the people who like really embodied this archetype was Catherine Hepburn. And yeah. She said at one point that like, you know, people were happy with that archetype as long as it was basically like, you know, a complete fantasy. Like, yeah. like a tough talking independent dame, you know, was about in, in the thirties was about as realistic as like, you know, like a dragon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like once you get into like the fifties and sixties and there actually starts to be like a women's lib movement and like people started to be afraid of like actually encountering like female independence. Yeah. They're suddenly much less interested in seeing it on screen because it was, you know, not just a weird fun fantasy. It was like, an actual threat to my status. Yeah. 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 And became much less entertaining. Then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's actually very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me sense. that. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Because like, 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 like the women in these movies, like they, they aren't just like, like they seem to have independent thought. You right. know what I mean? Right. 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 And desires and like plans. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus like, you know, like a lot of women, like, you know, like, 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 I mean, like, like, like where they're just like, I mean, I mean, for instance, like, I, I watch a lot of 80s action, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women in 80s action are just, basically just reacting to stimuli. Right. You know what I mean, right? Like, like, like they're just like, what's happening? It's like, right. the, it's said at least a few times a movie, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just clearly, like, yeah, there is no independent thought. There is no, it's just purely reacting to stimuli, just pure, like, self-will, just like, mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, like, what do I got to, you know what I mean? And, and, and I don't know. I mean, do you think that that could make a comeback now, or do you think that it would feel too contrived? I mean, I think it would be weird if you had, I mean, I don't know about weird, but like, you know, that, that specific archetype of the, like, the brassy dame is like, it's not, it is something that was specific to screwball comedies, you know, and made sense in that world where everyone was fast talking, Mm -hmm. you know, and so if you just inserted, like, Catherine Hepburn into, like, you know, a Marvel movie. I was trying to think of a contemporary comedy, but yes, yeah. into a Judd Apatow movie, I guess, yeah. which is the close. Even he doesn't really make that many movies anymore. No, 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 barely but, at all. Um, but like, it would feel weird because that's just that's not like the rhythm that anyone is speaking at. Yeah, you know, it would be cool if screwball comedies made a comeback just because they're fun. Yeah, you know, but but um, nothing good will happen. So, but um. But, like, in term in, like, the broader sense of, like, having female characters who are, like, you know, independent actors within films, like, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of, like, I don't, I don't see any reason why that couldn't, and, it like, certainly does exist in plenty of places. I yeah. think there's, you know, there's a lot of, like, sort of, um, a lot of empty feminist window dressing in movies. Yeah. Like, you know, having, like, a... You know, like a, a a tough female character, like a you know, like a Trinity in the Matrix, who yeah. like, you know, is Harley bad, Quinn is badass, but doesn't really move the plot forward. Yeah, is like you know, like you've you've given her a gun and dressed her up in leather like one of the boys. But yeah, like, is still you know her function within the story is still mostly to like fall in love with the main character. Yeah, um, so I think there's like there's some of that which I don't think is really ultimately that helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess like the one that did it the closest is like Harley Quinn now. 
what's her name is Harley Quinn the Australian lady what's her name Margot Robbie yep for Harley Quinn didn't like that movie I like that movie it was okay I mean it was it was okay but like it got way too girl bossy at the end hmm. which for me is they stops being interesting though when it's just purely when a movie's trying to movie's subtext you know what I mean it's called <laughs> right. subtext alright yeah. All right, all right. Well, you literally, like, come on. Give me a little bit of subtext. Right. That, that's all I'm asking for. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Your movie can say some shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Subtextually. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, that, I think, works better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus when you're really just being like, no, girls can rule the world or whatever the hell. It's like, okay. Shut yeah, up. I mean, yeah. Like, again, like, there's a lot of stuff that just feels kind of corporate branded. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just want... They just want... Still, I will, I will take that over the, like, end game thing of giving all of the women, like, half a second together and being like, look, hey, we did something. Worse. Yeah, yeah terrible. And, awful. And, you know, at least the Birds of Prey movie was, you know, a whole movie yes. about women rather than just like, here, we gave you five seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aren't yeah. we cool now? Yeah, 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 yeah. That made me so mad. Yeah. That made me so much mad. Because, like, the girl bossy shit is just kind of like... All right, like, 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 it, it, it feels like a little cynical. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. Right, right, but like, but like, but like, that, but like, it, like, like you said, at least it was an entire movie, and it was like a pretty good movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, right. There was some decent action. There was some decent acting. Right. Versus like, yeah, Endgame giving like a five minute sequence of all the, of all the girls. It's the girls' time. Just being mm-hmm. like, like, like. Like, 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 you know what it felt like? It felt like when they had, like, the first gay character, right? In in the background of The Rise of Skywalker. What? No, 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 no. no oh, no. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're, well, I mean, it's, yeah, the thing, like, the larger Disney shareholder universe has had so many first gay characters. Yeah. That have all been, like, you get half a second of screen time. Yep, yep. Like, in Endgame, there's the, like, the one dude who, like, who doesn't have a name who, mentions that he went on a date with another man. Yeah. And in the Rise of Skywalker when they're all celebrating at the end, like off in the background, like two women kiss. And but it was a similar thing where like um like Disney kept typing up how they were going to have the first like I think they called it like a first uniquely gay moment in like one of one of them in the Star Wars universe. Like the two ladies kissed in the background somewhere and that was it. Incredible. Because Dis- Disney in particular has to straddle the line of like appealing to everyone, including homophobes. Exactly. So like they want to look woke, but not like in a way that's going to like make their films play worse yeah. in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Which is so funny because like that's just that's also going to piss off homophobes. Like there's yeah. no way for you to win here. Yeah. Like 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 at least, but like I you, you know I mean and there are ways to like put like woke messaging in that is like. Actually, like, not terrible. You know what I mean, right? Right? That, like, that is, like, interesting and not just, doesn't feel just like a cynical check of the box. Right. You know what I mean, right? Like, that one fight in, you know, right? Or, like, the first gay character in, um, in Endgame did or, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, like, I don't think you, the way to make, uh, I don't, see, I don't, hmm. I don't think striving for messaging is the way to, like, I think, a movie that I think is actually fairly, you know, woke is like Mad Max Fury Road. It's yes. Like, it's like, but like, it doesn't, there are certainly moments where it like kind of stamps like, you know, um, some like feminist messaging on there. But like, on the whole, it is again, it's just, 
its primary focus is just telling a story, but like and doing it well, mm-hmm. you know it. It has certain baked in assumptions. That like, yeah, you know, our, our lead character can be a woman. It's fine. Yeah, know. and just, it's her movie. She's yeah, a lead. Just treating it like 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 not even bringing it up. Yeah, like just treating it completely regularly. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Is that like yeah, like 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 Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, it, whatever woke messaging it has is largely subtext. And exactly. When it, when it does become text, and it does in a few places, it flows naturally from the, the film yeah. rather than like you know cutting to a the more like you, the more you know ad for thirty seconds. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. And 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 that's the thing, right? And that's and, and it's so funny that we're talking about this now because uh, this has nothing to do with the movie. No. <laughs> because that 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 that's not what happens here. No, and I mean. So just to get back to the movie, like Gene Russell in this movie is is interesting because she is, in some ways, like a Hoxian woman of that type. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she like Gene Russell as an actress was like mostly known for like playing screwball comedy roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, had you know obviously was in other stuff too like this, but like that was kind of what she was known for. Yeah, and like apparently kind of resisted Hawks's direction to like be brassier. Yeah. Um, which I think, um, and eventually, you know, reportedly kind of knuckled under and gave more or less the performance that he wanted. And I just read one quote, and like, uh, if, like I know eventually she said that, like, you know, after seeing some more of his movies, I eventually realized what he was going for, and I think he had the right idea. I just also saw some quote somewhere where Howard Hawks years later described her work as good. <laughs> but, but, like, the, the fact, like, her performance here is interesting just in you sort I sort of I don't know you sort of feel that tension between how brassy do we make her yeah just because she does feel um, you know independent in a lot of ways um, but doesn't quite feel as like as big like as big as like Hep, like someone like Hepburn would have gone yeah. or as like as sexual as someone as Bacall would have gone yeah like, it doesn't feel... Like, there's something kind of gentle about her. Like, wh- yeah. where she's still, like, you know, very much her own person. But, like, it doesn't... It's it's not quite as... You know, she's she's not a brass, she's a woodwind. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. yes, exactly. There's something a little more understated about yes. her. Yes, you know? yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still, like, a little bit of a damsel. You know what I mean? But not, like... But, like, it, it doesn't feel like... She's a damsel in terms of needing to be rescued. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was just trying to think of like that more kind of like, like she's just she's she's softer. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but still has that like, I'm my own person thing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel condescendingly softer. Like she is like, ultimately like, you know, the the thing that seems like really more as much as the like. The fast talking brassiness, the thing that like is important is like the Hawksian woman archetype is just, you know, is is as much a part of the world as anyone else and like mm-hmm. earns their place there, like and is you know, one of the boys, yeah. um, and like that applies here. I think like she does, you know, once she sort of accustoms herself to the, you know, to the customs of this place, like she does really fit in and feel like a natural outgrowth of the world and like, yeah is able to, like, keep up with Cary Grant. Um, and, like, isn't isn't ultimately the exclusive focus of the film. Like, after the first half hour where she is kind of the... our entry point to this universe, like, she... her... 
her thread with Cary Grant, we were, you know, they have this sort of budding, you know, relationship where they butt heads, but are, you know, clearly sort of also romantically interested in each other. Yeah. You know, this sort of, like, standard, like, screwballish romance. Yeah. Um, and this, this isn't a screwball film. It has, like, elements of it in places. Yeah. But is is much more of a, like, romantic adventure drama thing yeah. with comic elements. Like, it is yeah. very funny in places. Yeah. Like, there's a, like, one of the best jokes in the movie, like, involves Russell, who's, like, been gone, her, her character Bonnie, is, like, you know, disappeared for, like, 20 minutes as they're, like, focused on, like, you know, the various ins and outs and dramas within, like, the airline company. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, um, and one of those subplots is, uh, you know, there's, there's this other pilot that they've hired because they're short-staffed because they're, you know, people keep dying. Yeah. And it turns out that this this pilot is someone who um, uh, had on a previous flight like bailed out. You know, the plane was crashing, and he took a parachute and bailed out and left his mechanic to die. So has a bad reputation among pilots. Yeah. Um, and it turns out the the mechanic was Kid's brother, and yeah. he's married to someone who is uh, Cary Grant's ex. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's a lot of you know very coincidental like drama baked in there but you know yeah. whatever you can suspend your disbelief yeah what are you that. gonna do yeah. yeah but um but like anyway the ex is played by rita hayworth and this is like her first substantial role after playing a lot of you know supporting exotic types in like b movies um, what was she she was mexican uh i think like partially yeah yeah um but uh anyway like she and hayworth and carrie grant are like having an you know an argument in uh in Cary Grant's room and you know at one point like Cary Grant just kind of pauses and goes over to the door you know as as they're arguing he just stops the argument goes over to the door pulls it open and like Gene Russell comes tumbling in yeah she's been like listening at the door yeah which almost feels like a like a postmodern wink about like yeah we know she's kind of been out of the movie for a minute but don't worry she's she's still on the margin yeah exactly we haven't forgotten about her yeah 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 which is so funny because I was literally like is Gene Russell just not in this movie anymore like what is the deal here like because she seemed like Almost the main character for a hot second? Yeah. yeah. But, like, it, it's... The main character is this this community. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, the pilots, not the, not the Latin people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, yeah. Sub, the white sub-community within exactly. this Exactly. Yeah, yeah. With the yeah. one black guy there who occasionally yeah. will just come in to, to use a voice that I yeah. am not going to imitate. And, yes. Um, yeah. And, but, like, is so... You know, and you can, like... The main character is the community to the point where, like, the climactic flight of the movie, like, doesn't involve either Wright or Cary Grant. It's, mm. like, Kid and McPherson, this other yeah. pilot, like, yeah. trying to fly over the Andes. Like, two supporting characters are like, yeah, they get the climax. Yeah. Like, are they going to make it over the mountains? And, nope, they get fucked up by a condor. Yep. But. Yep. They, they would have if it weren't for that goddamn bird. Yeah. It is yep. so funny to see a movie in the 30s where, like, like... <laughs> <laughs> they're trying they like bomb condors at one point cause, yeah cause they're, like, they're such a they're such a pest we yeah need, we need to reduce the number of condors <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like that's such a that's yeah that's literally what I was thinking I was just like are they like incredibly endangered or something yeah. like that yeah and just like you know. so what do you think is age worse like the intentional destruction of condors or Cary Grant waterboarding Rita Hayworth to get her to respect her husband more like <laughs> Scene. Yeah. I forgot about that scene. Um, like, like, Hart, yeah. So again, like as much as as Howard Hawks is into like 
tough, independent women. Like, he's not a feminist. And there's, no. there's that one scene where Rita Hayworth is complaining too much about her husband and Cary Grant just has to teach her some respect, I guess. Yes. Like, really kind of stands out. It is not aged no. particularly. No, no. He literally grabs her and, like, shoves her head down and pours water yeah. all over her. Yeah. Yeah, all over her head, right? To, like, I guess sober her up or something? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I... It was like, oh boy. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. As someone who was married at one time, I'm trying to imagine if, like, I don't know, my boss did that to my uh, to my ex-wife when we were married. Yeah. I would be like, that's a, uh, huh. Right, to, to teach her to respect me. First, I wouldn't have worked on my ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would have, what's it going on? Not, not the type to, no, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but, 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 yeah, I don't think I would have, just, could you imagine McPherson just, if he told him he did that, just be like, Thanks. You know what I mean? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Not not great. But also very funny to be bombing condors. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you were saying? What was I saying? I'm talking about the climax of the movie, I think. Yeah, I mean, just um, in that climax, F, what are you laughing at? <laughs> my brother's just... My, my, one of my brother's just... So it just rained. Mm-hmm. One of my brother's just recorded... Um, Ducks always look... What, what do you say? My brother Jesse was just like, ducks always look so dumb when searching for worms during rain. And my other brother just said, uh, those are geese. Damn. I don't know. Very funny for me. Okay. Yeah. My brother's a doctor. Doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, uh, like, the last couple of scenes of this movie, again, I think, like, um, are about as good as any, like, it, it, it's, I, I, I really, part of the reason that I love this movie is I think it, it does embody, like, what was, um, like, golden age Hollywood at its best, while also kind of bucking against, like, a lot of the things that, um, are typical of golden age Hollywood. Mm. Like, it is, like, the filmmaking and the acting are, like, pure like just again like like hollywood at its 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 best but like it also is like again it is a movie that is very much about like you know so many like golden age movies are fundamentally about like you know being in love with in one way or another the promise of america yeah you know and like this this is literally a movie about a bunch of people that ran away from america and are like being you know in one way or another like sort of crushed under the gears of their job yeah and like you know how they're all just like well this is what we got to do yeah Um, yeah and i get to fly which is kind of cool and so it like it has you know it 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 still has that awe for like um our own potential you know for 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 the beauty of what yeah. What 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 we can do, motherfuckers? You yeah. Know, because it's not like a bird. That's a human up there. Yeah. Well, the big yeah. climax comes because they get a fancy new plane that they mm-hmm. want to test out that apparently yeah. can go over the mountains. Right. Right. Yeah. But um. But like so. But like the and like the the last few scenes of this movie, I think um. Embodies like. I'm still feeling super fucking scatterbrained today. Yeah. Yeah. The last... Let me let me dig it. 
Yeah. So it just they. <laughs> I said, let me take it around immediately. Jump. No, no, <laughs> you don't get the parachute. I'm leaving you to die. That's right. I'm I, jumping out. But. And you know what? I would take that plane all the way down, and I'd be like, he was right. Yeah, he was right. And now make you feel so. I would haunt you all of your days. <laughs> Watch yourself. Sorry. Continue. But but like, much like the first thirty minutes of this movie, like the last fifteen or so, like the first thirty and the last, like I don't want to. I'm make it sound like the the middle is like lesser. No. Well, the, the beginning and end of this movie really do feel special. Yes. Like, so, um, like, the movie ends with, like, uh, McPherson and Kid taking this plane up and, you know, failing to make their, you know, to make it over the mountains. Yeah. Um, and they but getting so close. So close. And, and like, then a fucking bird, they get defeated by birds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bird but, photography. Bird photography. You know, they, they, um, they get sullied. Um, they do. Yeah. They do. No, they do. No, they get, yeah, they get sullied. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, which sucks so much because it's clear that, like, they were so close. And then, yeah. I was not expecting that. Of everything yeah. to go wrong. Deus Ex Bird. bird? Yeah. yeah. And just. Deus Ex Condor. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just for a bird to come in and just, like, I guess, kind of kill Kid. Yeah. yeah. Kid, kid dies by bird. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, his death scene is so. Like, it, it, it is heightened in the way that you would expect from a Hollywood movie, but played so naturalistically at the oh, same yeah. time. Like, that is like that is part of what I was trying to say. Like, part of what is so special about this movie in particular and Hawks generally is that, like, you know, all of his movies are heightened. You know, they yeah. are Hollywood movies, but there is still this, this naturalism that feels like, um, you know, that kind of feels like it, it points the way forward towards, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, New Hollywood and stuff. Like, it is a little more grounded, despite, you know, still obviously being a Hollywood movie. Um, like, Kid's whole death scene where he's saying that he doesn't want anyone to watch him die because he doesn't know if he's going to be good at it. Yeah. Like, it's the first time he's trying it. Yeah. Like, that, like, again, that, like, that is, like, it's it's one of those moments that, like, clarifies exactly what this movie is yeah. about in terms of, like, you know, he's... He's got so many feelings, but, like, it's just, you can't acknowledge them. Yeah. Like, they're for him. They've got to be private. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, like, and, like, that's, um, I don't know if that's, like, the, an ethos that you'd even necessarily want to emulate. Like, I don't know if the 1930s obsession with, like, Emotional repression was ultimately healthy for us as a society. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But you know what? Honestly, they got the job done. Well, and also, I think we can do a little bit of emotional oppression these days. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People need people need to people need to calm down. But yeah. but but also but but also it was so, it, it's it, it struck me as so funny that like because like one of like you know like 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 a pretty common fear is like dying alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not like. People, like, like, when people describe, like, a perfect death for them, it's usually, like, surrounded by family in a mm-hmm. warm bed. And he's just, like, wet and, like, in, clearly in some sort of pain, probably. His neck no, has been broken by a big bird. bird. Yeah, mm-hmm. a giant bird. Right? And he just has everyone he knows, everyone in his life, leave the room to die alone. Yeah. Like, it is, it is, it is truly, right? And they also, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? The movie is a love letter to the uh, benefits of repression. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, as I'm saying... With, without, again, but like, without ever like... 
discounting emotions entirely. Yes. Like and like the the following scene from that is I think again such a a perfect ending to the movie and such a great encapsulation of everything that it is that it's doing. Um, where you know. Um, Jeff and I, I do want to talk briefly about Cary Grant just because like we've barely talked about him and he is the star of the movie. Yeah. Um, and it is it is kind of a weird role for him because it feels more like a you know kind of grimy like workaday dude out in the yeah. jungle. Like it feels almost more like a Bogart role than a Cary yeah. Grant. Yeah. I was thinking like Peck. It's a little early for Peck. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like that sort of like archetype and, of man. But yeah. Peck is like a little too refined yeah you're right no i mean bogart is like the the obvious choice yeah 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 yeah. peck isn't peck is you know he's upstanding yeah exactly yeah yeah he's fucking atticus finch yeah Yeah. no no you need you need need bogart this is a man who like hires a dude telling him you're gonna get all the missions that no one else wants to do because i don't care if you die yes exactly yeah gregory peck is not taking no yeah no, he's no, not saying that to a man. I don't believe he doesn't care about a man's life. Yeah. Bogart, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just like, oh, you could live or die. I don't care. Yeah. Not my problem. But like, but, like, and, you know, it is, he does have to be able to banter a little bit. I don't know if I've ever seen Peck banter. Peck monologues. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He loves a monologue. Yeah. 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 Peck has conversations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yes. Peck speaks his mind and then yes. listens attentively. Yes. But, Exactly, yeah. But, you know, the, like, again, like, the kind of, like, quasi-screwball, like, conversation as a competition thing. Yeah. Like... That's much more Bogart. Yeah, or, but, like... Grant's good at it. Yeah, like, I think, like, that part of it is, like, very well suited to Grant. It's just, it's, it's a surprising role for him. Like, he doesn't, he generally doesn't look like someone who hasn't taken a shower recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he usually looks pretty well put together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, a surprising role for him, but he's very good. Yeah. You know? Um, He's incredible in it. Yeah, and, like, you know, again, playing a man who, like, does have a lot of feelings, but is deeply repressed. Yeah. And, like, essentially, like, the arc of his movie is him continually choosing to be alone. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, his whole, like, his whole thing is that, like, you know, um... You make me choose between you and flying. I'm picking flying every time. And it's it's like it's not even like it's not even. I generally don't um, want to get romantically entangled because I don't want to have to choose between you and flying. It's that I refuse to get into a relationship yeah. more than for like you know a one night stand. Yeah. Because. Um, I don't ask for anything. Because yeah, because I. It's not just that you're going to make me choose between me and flying it's i can't ask you to even participate in this yeah like yeah 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 it's up yeah basically like up to you you it's not even up to you it's it's not up to you yeah like i i don't um his like uh like the thing he keeps going back to is um i won't ask anyone for anything yeah never asked a woman for anything you know because because I, they might pretend that they're okay with me, essentially like risking my own death every time All I the go time, to work. Yeah. yeah, but like ultimately none of them are. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because because those dames are just they they don't know how to repress their feelings. Yes, right? they're not as yeah. repressed as I. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'll say though, like about this type of emotional repression, like we were talking about, like it's like the healthiest kind. Hear me out, right? <laughs> because because like because no because it's not about like 
pretending it's not about like not feeling the feeling mm-hmm. it's about feeling the feeling but acting as if you don't right. right you know what i mean right carrying on anyway right you are in your own private way feeling and processing this emotion but you're not like wallowing in it right, right? which is honestly how you should process emotion but like the other side of it is like i can't tell a girl i like them well yes but yeah. also yeah well and, and this is the thing this is how you both you and i process emotion mm-hmm. that's a cool idea i'm just as stoic as you are absolutely <laughs> that is what everyone knows about us mm-hmm. right but then also yeah also the other thing we don't have to say mm-hmm. it but anyway yes what i'm saying is we're cool and yeah. we would have done so well in this time but like um but 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 the ending, right. the ending, what he does in the end, I was like, oh my god! I watched this with Megan, and I was like, oh my god! Megan was like, what happened? And I was like, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because as as a she would watch it like ten minute increments, and then like go like walk around the house to get her steps in for like twenty minutes. But as a deeply repressed man who has trouble articulating his emotions, yeah, like. His final gesture is one of the most romantic things I've seen. Incredible. Yeah, because it's, again, it's him acknowledging his feelings without being able to, like, actually express them. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, he's having this fight with Arthur um, where, you know, kid has just died. They feel like, you know, the whole, like, the, the, the thing that's, like, underlining the whole movie is they've got, like, this opportunity where if they deliver the mail on time every day for six weeks... Or six months, rather. They'll get, like, a permanent contract. Yeah, with, like, which, a subsidy and everything. They'll basically yeah. be able... Yeah. Because the airline be is to, about to be solvent. Yeah. They'll, they'll be able to or actually... Or insolvent. Yeah. yeah. But they'll be able to actually pay their bills and buy planes that aren't, like, held together with chewing gum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I think they actually at one point say, like, you didn't repair it with bailing wire this time, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yes. It's a plane. And that's, that's why, like, you know, the climax of the movie is Kid and McPherson trying to make this incredibly dangerous flight just because... They're at the six-month mark. If they just get this one final delivery, they will, you know, get the contract. Yeah. So they're willing to take insane risks to do it. But they fail. And, like, at the last minute, like, the weather clears up. Well, just real quick, did you notice that when they were, like, when, so they crash land, right? Mm-hmm. Right? They crash land. Uh, McPherson doesn't bail out, even though he has an opportunity to. Right. And, like, severely, like, burns his face and hands, right? But mm-hmm. then, like, wins the respect of everyone because they're like, hey, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't do it. Right? And basically, Kid, like, forgives him for it, right? Yeah. For fucking up before. Because he has, like, yeah, like, jump out, save yourself. I'm right. dead. Yeah. Like, he's literally being told to, and he's like, no, not, he says, no, not this time. Right. Right? And while he's just, the flag is being engulfed in flame. But anyway, but so, um, wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about the, the final scene. Yeah, and, um, no, so, no, 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 but that, but, but did you notice when they were going to, like, get them out of the plane, the first thing they say is, grab the mail. Right. Yeah. 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 Again, like the job's got to get done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so so Bonnie Jean Arthur, like her her boat is here. Like she's about to leave, but she wants to stay with Jeff Cary Grant. You know, but only if he'll ask her to stay. Yeah. Like she she's sick of his like oh, I don't really care. You yeah. Know? You know, stay yeah. if you want. Do what you, you want. Know? Yeah. But I I refuse to acknowledge like the downside of emotional repression. Yes. I refuse to like. You know, I'll, I'll, like, show up for this relationship, mm-hmm. but I refuse to, like, actually act like it matters to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. because... Well, the, I don't I, mm-hmm. because, because the moment I do, then, you know, you might start, like, interfering with my stuff. You know? Exactly. You might, you might, you might start caring, and it might, it might impact my ability to deliver the mail. Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, so funny that that's their badass job, is delivering the mail. <laughs> 
Well, and once nitroglycerin. That's true. Okay, that's a little bit more badass. Yeah. In a plane. But anyway, like she like she's finally just like, look, I'm about to leave unless you ask me to stay. Like she has this great line where she's like, you know, I'm hard to get. All you have to do is ask. Yeah. Um, but he 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 refuses to accept. You know, kid had this uh, this you know trick coin that's head on, heads on both sides, and so that's that's one of the things that. Uh, um, Jeff has kept from his belongings. Yeah. So one of the, you know, basically Jeff's last line is to say, look, okay, I'll flip a coin. Heads all stay. Or heads, heads you'll stay. Yeah. And so he flips it. It lands on heads, obviously. It's a two-sided coin, or one-sided yeah. coin, but she doesn't know that. Yeah. So he, and, um, and she, you know, she's still angry. She's like, look, I'm not settling this over a fucking coin flip. Like, yeah. Tell me you want me to stay or I'm going. Yeah. But, but what's happened is, is that like, is that like they, they, it's cleared up and they have an opportunity to get the mail out to get the contract that night. Yeah. 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 yeah, we, yeah. We've talked about that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure. So but, he's, yeah. but he's, Cause right. he's like on, on his way out, right. As they're like having this like emotional like moment okay. and he's like, Oh wait, it's clear. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah. Again, it's like, I know we were having a, I know we were saying goodbye maybe for the last time. But yeah. I gotta go deliver the mail. Like yeah. work came up. Gotta go. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. But so, yeah. So you're saying, so he flips the coin. And yeah. and she's she's still pissed because she's like, well, I you know, um, he still can't ask me to stay, basically. But but he hands her the coin, and if 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 she had just found it, it would be an entirely different thing. But he hands it to her. Mm-hmm. Like here is the coin. I'm going, but I'm giving you this coin that I've just you know used to determine the fate of our relationship. And what's like and eventually so like the, the end of the movie is her looking at the coin realizing it's heads on both sides and that you know he has basically just asked her to stay yeah. without being able to quite articulate it. yeah, yeah like, he, is, he, he has not broken his moral code while still letting her know like he has walked up as close as he can to like having a feeling and letting her know about it yes it's it's um again it's it's just it's great writing yeah you know, it's it's like it's predicated on like it sums up so much about what we know about these characters and um oh it's just again it's as a repressed man who has a lot of trouble like telling people how he's feeling and like sometimes works more in like symbolic gestures than like actually just telling people stuff it's it's beautiful oh yeah yeah oh yeah i loved it too yeah 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 I feel like I'm 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 actually more akin to that than I've realized. Yeah. 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 I'm happy. Yeah. I've had a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how I feel, but you know, I can sort of tell you how I feel. I'm gonna pretend like I don't care, but here, yeah. here's a little thing that shows that I actually do. Yeah. 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 And and then the recognition of what has happened. Yeah. And like, oh, you are asking. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's it's honestly. The, I was thinking. I, I mean, I was thinking about this after I watched it. And I was like, "There was no, there was not a better way to end that movie." Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, and yeah, no, it was great. Fuck you, Megan, for for missing the entire movie because you're walking <laughs> around and then on your iPod half the time. Just she's extremely chaotic. She's so chaotic. Yeah, just walking around. Just go for a walk outside. What are you doing? Yes. Just walking around, walking just in circles around the house yeah. to get exercise. I mean, I whatever. What's it called? Works. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, it's a recommend for me. It's it's definitely a recommend for me. What's it right. called? I'm gonna start watching more black and white movies. Dude, they're good. Yeah. They're so good. 
There's so many good movies from, you know, the first 50 years of cinematic history. Absolutely. So that's uh, that's only angels have wings. Oh, also, real quick, fashion in that. I'm going to start dressing like that. So, okay. How do you feel about Cary Grant's hat? Mm, the, um, the like, big kind of, like, cowboy-y one? Yeah, it's, like, cowboy but, like, it's, it's... What's a South American cowboy called again? Uh, gaucho? Yes. It's not, but it's not a gaucho hat, is it? I don't think so. No. It's like a cowboy hat, but, like, the brim is, like, flat. Yeah. Which I don't like. I don't really like that. You don't like the flat brim cowboy hats? No. I like I like a little bit of, you know, curvature on there. Because it'll give it a little more character. You know, you, know, you know what my favorite is? I like the flat. It's like, it's, you know, it's like a cowboy hat, but, like, extra mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what I think is the perfect kind of hat? Like, like, like if you had to have, like, a cowboy kind of hat? You have, like, uh, like, like, one of the flat brim ones, but it's kind of turned up in the front. You know what I mean? Like a prospector hat? <laughs> yeah. Can <laughs> you imagine me with one? Yes. I don't like it, but I can definitely... <laughs> Any stupid article of clothing I can imagine you with, Matt. Yeah. It's not much of a leap. <laughs> I legitimately almost bought a cowboy hat from a 7-Eleven yesterday. I believe that. Yeah. No, 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 no. But, yeah, I mean, no, okay. But, like, I'm talking, like, the, the actual... First off, um... As a man that's really into very short pants, as you can see by my four-inch inseam shorts I'm wearing right mm-hmm. now, what's it called? Which are riding up, so they're really more like two-inch inseam right now. You could base it. Rob has a pretty good idea of what I look like naked, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not the bits, but the the rest of it. Yeah. This is more than you ever wanted to see of me. You're very hairy. I'm in- I don't. I don't think the like short inseam thing was was really intended for men who have like carpeting on their legs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. For Jewish men. There are other hairy men. You don't have a monopoly on it. Yeah, but it's like us and the Greeks, I feel like, are the number one with a bullet, right? It's, we don't have, I don't want to go into your race science. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, right? No, no, no. But, but the, the, honestly, the, like, baggy pants and, like, the, like, I don't know. Were were they wearing, like, jumpsuits or, no, they're not jumpsuits, right? Who? The pilots. I mean, like, McPherson literally is, like. Flying yeah. the plane like in a suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then maybe he puts like 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 a leather jacket over. Yeah, and I has mean, like a hat. And Cary Grant has more of like a traditional like you know leather jacket and yeah. like pilot scarf get up. Dude, I'm telling you, this fall it's it's a leather jacket fall, baby. Okay. What's it called? We're gonna dress like them. I hope you have fun with that. What do you mean, me? You too. You're not dressing me. Matt. Why not? Because I'm not a child, and even if I was, you're not my parent. Thank God. What if I buy you? A, what if I buy you a whole getup? I and then say please. Nothing you have bought me so far has been something I've wanted to wear. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But you're what currently if this... batting point zero zero zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if this changes all of that? I will believe it when I see it, Matt. Okay. If you if you want to throw a few hundred dollars or however much at that particular at a, at a period at a period accurate 
Uh, yeah, I don't really want to wear anything that has period accurate in front of it. Uh, no? No. I'm going to buy you... I'm going to buy you a pilgrim hat. I won't wear it. Okay. That's not my problem. I think it... I mean, you're the one who spent the money on it. Yeah, but... Yeah, to... <laughs> okay, well, it's true. Also, it's not fun because you don't have that thing that I have where you're also, like, kind of a hoarder. Right? No, I'll throw shit out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I saw you throw away half of a perfectly good sandwich. Yeah, I was done with it. Insane. I mean, I was just, wasn't just going to leave it sitting in my car for several hours. I still don't understand why you wouldn't. I I know, Matt. I've seen you eat, like, shit that has been sitting out for, like, ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what's it called? Um, can you throw out stuff not in a bag in our trash can? What do you mean? Like the outdoor trash can? I mean, it's just getting dumped in a truck. Okay. But so they'll dump that stuff out, too? Okay, because that's how I threw out the sandwiches that I left in the thing. Because I didn't want to waste a trash bag. Okay. And I also threw out a thing of um, uh, 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 egg whites that way, too. Okay. I really hope that they threw them out. So your film yeah. is yeah. Uh, Iron Man 3 from 2010? It's no. got to be later than that. What year did Iron Man 3 come out? Say 2014. 2012 or 2013 is going to be my guess. 2013. There you go. Yeah, alright, so roll that trailer. Roll that trailer. Got a lot of apologies to make. Nothing's been the same since New York. They experience things, and then they're over. I can't sleep. And when I do, I have nightmares. Honestly, there's a hundred people who want to kill me. I hope I can protect the one thing I can't live without. A teacher. Lesson number one. Heroes. There is no such thing. Stealhisluck.com. Only angels have wings. Not looking this up now. Welcome back from the trailer. You talked through the whole trailer, Matt. What? I did. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you're talking about stealing his look. No. Yeah. You're so tired. I am tired. You are. Rob. Rob's eyes are just glassy right now. Yeah. I can't like my. You know, I I I was in bed for a, or you know, I slept on a couch. I was on the couch for like. 
a good number of hours, but there was this weird gap from like four to five thirty where you know my dog woke me up and then I just couldn't get back to sleep. An absolute yeah. nightmare. Do you want to get more coffee? No, I do not need more coffee. Well, also, Rob, so here's a fun fact about Rob. Rob, like, drinks, like, tea for caffeine. I don't, like, even, I don't even do that regularly. Yeah, incredible. You just get, you, Rob just gets good nights of sleep. No, I don't do that either. Like, I don't sleep enough. No. But you yeah. just you just accept your tiredness? Pretty much. Yeah, versus me, who is like, I can't do this. <laughs> well, also because, also when I'm tired, I just fall asleep sitting up. So, co- I, I rarely feel, like, better after drinking coffee, especially, like, not in the morning. Yeah. Like is if like the co- like I need v- pretty weak coffee to not just feel like like what like I was prescribed like Adderall as a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, because like every other yeah me too yeah teenager I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. But, like I didn't feel like focused exactly after yeah. taking Vyvanse, which is what I was prescribed. Yeah. It just felt like my mind was moving a lot faster. Yeah. Which didn't really feel better. No. That's usually how I feel after having coffee. Yeah. It's just like, like, yeah. thoughts are moving so fast that I somehow feel more tired. Yeah. Yeah. No, my brother, my brother takes Vyvanse, right? right? Like, I can't keep up with myself. Yeah. Yeah. I have a brother that takes Vyvanse, and I'm always, like, offering him. Like, 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 you know, like, he'll come over and I'll just be like, hey, you know, like, you know, like, you, know you, like, you want a cup of coffee? You want an energy drink? He's just like, why? I have Vyvanse. And I was just like, I don't think that's what that's for. But who am I to judge? But like yeah, versus like when I would take like like ADHD meds and I and I and it actually I would focus. Yeah. It's like it's it's like it's like it's like a, it's the limitless pill for everyone except for me where it's just like I can turn in my homework on time. Oh, it didn't feel like the limitless pill. It was like you know I, I would take it like before like I was about to do homework and then just spend like six hours like. Making Spotify playlists. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The hyper focusing. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen. But like on the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's always on the wrong thing. Yeah. It's every once in a while you'll land on the right thing, yeah. and then you'll never be more productive. But like, yeah. yeah. But like overwhelmingly, yeah. Why do you think I know so much random bullshit? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I should, yeah, I know random bullshit. Okay. Do you want me to talk about melee weapons? No. Um. But, uh, okay, so Iron Man 3 from 2013. Um, uh, it's a film about a man who wears a suit of iron. Yeah, that's what it's about. So it's, it's, I, I believe it is the, <sighs> okay. I believe it's the first movie after the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the last standalone Iron Man movie. Yeah. Um, and is... When did the Endgame come out? I'm sorry. Uh, 2019. Crazy. That's crazy there's a six-year gap between those. But, yeah. Which, but, like, it, it, it feels like there should be much longer just because there's... But, like, this is the point where they start putting out, like, three or four a year. Yeah. So, it's like, there are probably, like, 15 movies between this and Endgame. But Easily, like, yeah. So, so, like, you know, probably, like... There are cumulatively probably like thirty hours of Marvel content between this and Endgame. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, like honestly, at least. Yeah. That might be like a low end estimate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would say, like probably like at least twenty six hours, and as much as like forty five or. 50. Yeah, there is like a season and a half of like a full like yeah um, network television. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. 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 Get, that gets like a 24 episode order. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, but so, but so, yeah, so, so this is, and I think that this is, this is one of those Marvel movies. I think that there's like a few of them that I feel like really are just like great movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like could stand alone by themselves. Iron Man 3, Thor Ragnarok, um, uh, Black Panther, you know what I mean? This is the, the Guardians movies. Guardians movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 cause... We, we are not... I would not say that we are necessarily Marvel haters. No. I think that I... You know, my... My opinion on it is always kind of hard to pin down. Yeah. I think, in general, the movies are fine. Yeah. Um, probably a little less than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Like, cumulatively, like, kind of, you know... There are days where I'm like, it's fine. And there are days where I'm like, this is boring. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And n- negative on their, like, impact on culture overall. Just in the yes. way that they, like, have sucked up so much of... Yeah. It's like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, you know what? It, it, it doesn't taste terrible, but, man... I feel worse after... Exactly, yeah, yeah. And, like, it might have been better if we just never figured out how to make that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, uh, but like, yeah, and, and, you know, and I think you and I would both kind of say, like, if your favorite genre of movie, because it is just a genre at this point, mm-hmm. like, Marvel is, uh, I, mean, I would say. Again, like, it, at this point, it, it is kind of just movies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, if your favorite kind of, like, type of movie is, like, Marvel movies, Rob and I would probably snobbily think you a simpleton. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but, like, you know, like, on the whole... I mean, a cancer, but, like, you gotta die of something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, so, but, but, but this is one of those that I think, like, you and I would agree with. Because I, that is, like, honestly, like, kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so, I think it's worth, worth backing up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, to give some context to it. Because it is, you know, like you said, it, it is one of the, the standouts. And I think all of those, the ones that you listed are standouts because they actually have, some like voice behind them that is not just sort of the you know kevin feige factory mold yeah like you know um well and i actually honestly interestingly i just kind of put it together like what's it called like like i mean at least like two of them i think thor ragnarok and this one are both thirds aren't they yes yeah 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 like like like, like they've already introduced a character they've already made the second one to get the bag and then like they're just like Ah, fuck it. We'll put them in another one. Yeah. So, um, and like all, all of the movies that you listed have like an actual director. Yeah. Who like, ha- again, has like a voice. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, um, like, uh, um, Ragnarok is Taika Waititi. Yeah. You know, he's, he's very much got his own like sensibility that yeah. like, you know, gets imported in places a little awkwardly, but like is definitely present in Ragnarok. Like, yeah. Um, uh, God, I am tired. Um, hey, you want another bump? No, uh, no. Um, uh, it, it's it's snuff, folks. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Uh, I, what a name. I interviewed him. Um, Coogler. Yeah, um, but uh, the Coogs directed Black Panther, who like you know is. Yeah. Oh, is he black? <laughs> I don't know why. He yes he he is black. Oh, okay. Um, well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, Never mind. 
but like is a director of some note on his own. Like, wait, was Black Panther written by? Was that like black top to bottom? Like on purpose, like they do some movies. You know how like in like Moana, like they did like every voice actor except for Alan Tudyk. Yeah, the white guy can play a chicken. That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so. Chickens are the whitest animal. They easily, yeah. yeah. Chickens are the white people of of uh, of poultry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's the? Uh, never mind. We're not doing this. Nope. We're not. We're <laughs> nope. not speculating nope. on other races. We, nope. We're pretty nope. sure that white people are chickens. <laughs> exactly. And beyond that, we are nope. assigning That's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Period. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. French people are geese. I don't know why. They are also. White. Yeah, but. I don't well, know why. That's, that's my thing. I think all Europeans except the French are white. <laughs> Did you see that? See what? Some woman went viral because people were like, what are you talking... Like, she was talking about, like, something or other, some nonsense, and people were like, you're white. And then she was like, actually, no, I'm half French, half Breton. There you go. <laughs> Galaxy brain. Yeah. Love her. I can save her. I can change her, folks. Mm-hmm. What's it called? But anyway, so so this, this movie... And, like, this movie is... Like those movies directed by, you know, someone who, like, has a, a career and a sensibility outside of Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just, you know, like, the, they're not like the Russo brothers who kind of just got swallowed up by the Marvel machine and just kind of make, you know. Yeah. They are the guys who happen to direct the the dialogue scenes of the, the Marvel movie. You know, yeah. they just, you know, they clock in, they clock out, they do what yeah. Kevin Feige tells them to do. Yeah. Make, just, it, it, like, how much money do you think that Russo brothers made? Plenty. They're like, doing. They're doing fine. Yeah. yeah. Just, just. Would you? Would you take a job like that? I don't know. Maybe. But no. One, would, no one has offered me that. It would be so cool if you turned down a job like that. Just, just considering where both of us are at financially right now. If you oh, just. You mean right now? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. I was just like, really? I mean, both you and I, you and me. I, mean, bo- I for the like. I just. Uh, yeah. I. I, 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 see, I built a whole narrative in my head where it would make sense that I was offered that job. Like, you know, I was a, a working filmmaker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, they pull you out of the car dealership and they're like, hey, you want to make a Marvel movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like not too far, far from what they do. From, yeah. from what they do half the time where they yeah. just find like an indie filmmaker who's made one movie and they're like, well, you're literally just filming the dialogue scenes anyway. Yeah. So. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how to direct. You know how to direct, like, two actors having a conversation. Yeah. So, you know, everything else is handled in-house. You're, you're just there to do that. And we want someone who, like, you know, can work with actors but also isn't going to say no to stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't... We'll, we'll take you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Shane Black, who directed this movie, is, you know, one of the handfuls of examples that, like, doesn't fall into that mold. You mm-hmm. know? He is... Uh, so he he has an an interesting story just in that he started as a you know like a screenwriter in the eighties and nineties like the peak of like the big budget cocaine fueled action like mm-hmm. era where he you know his his breakthroughs were like he wrote the first two Lethal Weapon movies mm-hmm. um, and he was he was like he and Joe Esterhaus who wrote who wrote Showgirls had this like competition and you know they were both dudes who were just like at least at that time were both kind of like walking cocaine golems mm-hmm. um, were like you know the coolest type of golem to be yeah, yeah yeah just you know like jerry bruckheimer adjacent just like you know just fueled by money and drugs just you know big 
like um 80s and 90s like you know honestly like those kind of movies are in a way like the you know th- those were the tent poles of that era yeah but like there was you know in a way you know just ha- the way that everything just gets more and more sanded down mm. like and smoother and smoother like you know it's obviously like there's a there's a lot of distance between like lethal weapon and like i don't know like Sorry, my dog is making the weird noise. Yeah. Um, and like you know, like whatever was big in the seventies, like yeah. like a Scorsese movie. Exactly. But like, there's even it feels like there's somehow even more distance between like yeah, Lethal like Lethal Weapon, Weapon and, and um, Captain America: Civil War. Exactly. Um, but like anyway, so he uh, um, and like he he and Joe Estherhaus like had a like a, a competition to see who could like sell a spec script script for more money mm-hmm. um just you know where you know he, he made like you know wrote like very quippy like um big like you know action comedies um last boy scout long kiss goodnight yeah um you know and then like in the 2000s like you know i don't i don't know his whole story but you know calm down a bit you know i don't know if he got sober or what i don't yeah. know jane Bla- shane black's whole whole life story but like transitioned into directing and made like you know a couple of movies that were um were made kiss kiss get bang bang i think he made the nice guys after he made this so i think this was actually only his second directorial effort mm. um but uh kiss kiss bang bang is an incredible movie yes yeah um but was you know at that point almost feels like a like a throwback. Yeah. Like if, if that movie had been made in like 1989, would have been the biggest movie in the world. Easily. It prob- probably would have cost a lot more money and would have had a few more shootouts. Yeah. Like, so it ultimately, it feels kind of, you know, not small, but like, you know, there, there isn't a big like car chase halfway through it or something. Yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah. If it had been made 10 years earlier, there probably would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not an era of neo, no, of, of really a lot of like neo-noir. Right. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, you get some in the 2010s, right? Like, um, you get some in every decade. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like... like I feel like 80s, 90s, you've got like, a lot. Right, yeah. But um, but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is worth mentioning because it is the first leading role Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah, it's like post-sobriety. Yeah, because, you know, for... like, I don't know if we've ever gotten into like Robert Downey Jr.'s like whole career arc. But yeah. like, you know, obviously comes from... I, his father was an actor and you know not a world bestriding star to the extent that his son was but you know he grew up around hollywood yeah um and like emerges onto the scene as like and like is immediately like one of those big like he is the next guy yeah um you know he is going to be the biggest actor in yep. the world yep. like he's, he's in incre- back to school <laughs> um you know he's incredibly talented he's very charismatic he, yeah. could, he could be both a great actor and a great movie star like he's like he's going to be a generational talent yeah but, you know, is also, like, very quickly becomes, like, uh, you know, uh, insane. Yeah. Um, you know, due to drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Like, you know, is, like, doing, like, more heroin than, like, anyone has ever done in their yeah. life. Is, you know, perpetually engulfed in, like, various weird scandals. Yeah. Um, like, can't show up to work on time. Yeah. But, like, is still, like, getting work for a while. Like, until, like, eventually he, like... Kind of gets kicked out of movies to a certain degree, and then like goes like goes to TV, mm-hmm. back when like 
you know, doing that 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 meant that you were never going back. To right. Movies. When there yeah. was like a real like iron curtain between TV and movies, and yeah. you know, once you once you were you know uh, kicked down to the minor leagues of TV, like you were never coming back. Yeah. But like you know, I think those like a season long arc on like Ellie McBeal. Yeah. And like, which I've never seen, but like I know at the yeah. time people were like, this is the greatest performance that yeah. like anyone has ever given on television. Yeah. Just because, you know, there's, like, a real movie star doing, like, real movie star acting. Um, yeah. Even though, like, I, by all reports, he was, like, showing up to work, like, seven hours late mm-hmm. and, like, you know, not knowing his lines. And yeah. just continuing to be insane. And, yeah. you know, gets fired off of the show despite, you know, being, being this like, huge yeah. draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but, anyway, it just doesn't work for a while. Because, primarily because he's uninsurable. Like, mm-hmm. even after he gets sober, like, everyone is like, I don't... You know, if he if he drinks, like, he just might not show up to work, and uh, production might just have to get shut down, so we're not yeah. insuring him. Um, but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is the first movie he does get hired on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it again, like, it isn't a huge hit or anything, but it is a really fun movie. No, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it becomes something of a cult hit, I think. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh... But and he's great in it. He's great in it, um... And then you know he gets he's he gets a little bit more work after that. like he's you know has like uh like a co lead role in like Zodiac yeah and then eventually gets hired to play Iron Man um, yeah which is such a weird choice but like I mean I mean I mean I mean I mean I mean I'm not saying like 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 it doesn't make sense or anything like that but I remember just being like I remember when like because Iron Man was the first one to come out right mm-hmm. of like the Marvel yeah and I remember like when of, of this era Marvel right right. Of oh, Marvel Studios. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly, right? right. And I remember, like... Because I knew who Robert Downey Jr. was, right? right? And I remember, like, he goes... And I was like, really? Yeah. I remember being like, huh. Oh, huh. And I'm not mad at it, but I was like, huh. It, yeah. was, it, it was a very odd choice, you know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, he, he had had, like, a couple of important roles in, like... Like, it's... Zodiac is a David Fincher movie and rules, but it's not like it made two hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's yeah. like you know he is one of the stars, but he's probably the third lead after Jake Gyllenhaal, and Mark Easily. Ruffalo. Easily, um, yeah. That was back when they were like Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be a leading man. Jake Gyllenhaal was a leading yeah. man. Yeah, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. He's good. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm more of a Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm not. Okay, it's not true. Right. No one is. <laughs> she's all right. She's she's okay. Yeah, yeah. but um. But, uh, see, and, like, so they've got a guy who's, like, you know, 15 years past, like, being, like, an up-and-comer who kind of burned out before he ever totally became what he was expected to be. Yeah. And, like, you know, they had, like, you know, already sold off, like, the the film rights to, like, most of, like, the X-Men and Spider-Man, which are, like, their biggest characters. Yeah. So, like, you know, Iron Man is a real, like, third-tier superhero. Yeah, he's, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Like, 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 at all. Like, in the main thrust of, like, Marvel. Yeah. And, like, um, and, like, the actual, like, deal that Marvel had to make to, like, quasi-self-finance their own movies was, like, was, like, the kind of thing that, like, should have led to the end of Marvel as, like, an entity, period. Yeah. Like, they, like, put up, like, they had to, like, they took out, like, a billion dollar loan from, like, Bank of America or something. Yeah. Like, the collateral was, like, if they don't make, and they had to make, like, 
had to make like a billion dollars in like under five years in terms of like movie sales or like Bank of America would just own Marvel. Yeah. Like it's the kind of like huge insane gamble that like, yeah. and, and your plan is to like take like this superhero that like no one really knows about and like cast yeah. like, I don't know, like Andy Dick. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it, it is on its face like an insane gamble. Yeah. And like, and like, and like for whatever you think of Marvel, like, I mean, fuck. Like... Yeah, and I mean, like, I remember, like, back at the time, like, in 2008 when Iron Man came out, like, that was, like, the, kind of the, the perception, like, among, like, critics was, like, this is the summer that, like, superhero movies kind of start to fade away. Yeah. Like, you know, the, like, yeah. the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies yeah. had already, you know, that trilogy was over, like, uh -huh. that was the biggest one. I think X-Men was kind of on its last legs. Yeah. So, like, you know... People thought that, like, the big movie this summer was going to be, like, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Jesus Christ, I remember that, yeah. And then, like, that ends up being the summer of The Dark Knight and Iron Man. Yeah. And we just get another, like, 15-plus years of... Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of, of that shit. Which is, yeah, no, no, because it is funny, because, like, when did, I mean, like, superhero movies as we know them started coming out when, what, like, 2001, 2002? Well, like, so, like, the first... Obviously, it was, like, the soup, like the Superman movies back in the day, but, like... Yeah, and in the they, 90s, but, like... And, like, you get, like, the, like, Tim Burton Batman movies. Exactly, that's massive, what I was thinking, yeah. But they don't... None of those really... F and you get, like, the Blade movies in the yeah. 90s. Spider-Man is really the first one I yeah. think of, yeah. Like, the first X-Men movie came comes out in 2000, which is yeah. the first one that really feels like a modern mm -hmm. superhero movie. Like, obviously, like, Superman and the original Batman were the big but feel very different exactly yeah and they're much campier and um they're, it's it's they're almost like their own thing exactly yeah. and like even like the first x-men movie is like very talky yeah like it, it it but it, it at least feels like the the proto version of what we end up getting and like yeah like spider-man in two, 2001 is the first like yeah big that's like modern, the ideal that, that yeah. is like I think that is the first movie to ever make a hundred million dollars in a single weekend, mm, mm -hmm. um, and it like really feels like what superhero movies would be from there on. It's really yeah. like the the template setter. Like yeah. I remember reading this interview with uh, um, the uh, the guy who produced the Ang Lee Hulk movie, mm -hmm. um, which came out the next summer. Yeah, but like they had already like you know it was already like shot by the time Spider Man came out. Mm. Like the Ang Lee Hulk movie is not. I know there are people who love it. I don't. I think it's like a, it's a pretty. It's a it's a it's a tough watch in a is lot that of ways. Is that the one with David Banner? Eric Banner. Eric Banner. But yeah, it's and Nick Nolte. Yeah. Like it is an interesting movie in a lot of ways. It's pretty like jagged in a lot of places, but like is you know supposed to be this like sort of dark character study about like generational trauma and like mm. repressed anguish. Um, yeah. That like is like very aesthetically adventurous. Like it tries to look like a comic book in a lot of places. Mm. It's, you know, I don't know that it totally works, but it's at least interesting. It's trying yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, it, it, like, it feels much more like a universal monster movie, like Frankenstein or something. Yeah. Than, like... And I know that, like, I read this interview with the guy who produced it, and he was like, yeah, like, the moment I saw Spider-Man, I was like, oh, we're cooked. Yeah. Like, now people are like, that's what a Superman movie, or a superhero movie is now. Like, they're going to see our movie and just be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, if, if we had put it out, like a couple months before Spider-Man, maybe people would have been like, that was weird, but we like it. You yeah. Know? As soon as Spider-Man came out, like, oh, nope, we're done. Nope. nope yeah. Nope. Whoops. The daisies. Yeah there, yeah. there is now a genre. Yeah, exactly. And we do not fit that genre. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's one of those movies that, like, people hated when they saw. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, people had like a visceral reaction yeah. to the Ang Lee. Um, yeah. 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 Um, but anyway. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, we were we were we were talking about. Um, so anyway, so Robert Downey Jr. immediately becomes like the biggest movie star on the planet. Um, like the whole like. Um, Marvel project takes off from there and like um, you know after this I think this is the first movie to come out after the Avengers um, mm-hmm. which like you know confirms that this is now like the way things are going to be forever yeah um, you know yeah. the, the thing that they tried worked it made you know however many hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. so like from now on like everyone is going to be trying to ape this yeah um, this is yeah. what movies are yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Universal DC. Yeah. Yeah. But it also means that Robert Downey Jr. is now like, um, you know, the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah. And you know, after being someone who could not get a job just a few years earlier. Yeah. But like, and which means that he gets to you know exercise some control at least. Like, yeah. Like one of the one of the funny things about watching like the progression of the Marvel movies is watching the like the progression of Robert Downey Jr.'s wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Or by, like, this movie, I don't think he wears anything other than athleisure. Yeah. Like, it's clear that he just, like, showed up to set in, like, Lululemon and was like, I am not taking this off. Nope. You nope. can film me in my sweatpants. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Or my, like, you know, moisture-wicking, like, yeah. leggings. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in, like, a suit for basically the whole first Iron Man, and then after that, it's like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Fuck you. And, like, like, I, by, like in, in the first movie, he's either, like, in, like, a suit suit... Or he's in, like, a physical Iron Man costume. Yeah. I think in this movie, there's maybe, like, one shot of him in, like, a physical suit. Yeah. Everything else is, like, it's a CGI suit. Yeah. He's clearly still wearing his Lululemon. Yeah. You get a lot of the, like, the awkward, like, floating head over CGI body stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, looks a little wonky, but, like, you have to respect the man's commitment to, you know... I'm going to be as comfortable as possible on set at all times. And what the fuck are you going to do about it? You cannot yeah, recast me. I'm Iron Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to do to me what you did to War Machine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which, yeah. that is so funny that they just got another black guy. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. so They between, don't even look similar. Yeah, no. Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle, like, are about as dissimilar in both, like, appearance and energy as yeah. possible. Yeah. Like, they just, it's... It would have made more sense to just introduce an entirely different character. Yeah. And, like, the reason um, Terrence Howard... They replaced Terrence Howard because in the first Iron Man, Terrence Howard made more money than Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Because Robert Downey Jr., again, was, like, just happy to get a job yeah. at that point. And Terrence Howard was, like, coming off an Academy Award nomination. It seemed like he was Yeah, for Hustle and Flow, right? Yeah, it seemed like he was going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. And so for Iron Man 2, like, Robert Downey Jr. gets this huge pay increase, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Terrence Howard is like, well, I assume I am too. I'm going to continue to make more money than him, right? And I will walk if I don't. And they're like, okay, cool, goodbye. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Not even a second, yep. Yeah, and like, you know, I don't even know what Terrence Howard is doing now. I know he's no. on Empire for a second, I guess. Yeah, yeah. a show I never saw. Nope, it was one of those shows that seemed like it was huge for like a season and then no one watched exactly. like ever again. Yep, but yep, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. Every one of my coworkers at Safeway all watched, they all watched Empire for like, yes, exactly. I remember there was like the year of Empire where they were yeah. all talking about Empire. Yeah. And then like, I was like, what is this show? And they're like, you don't know Empire? And I was yeah. like, no. And then like, literally I like after like that season, I never heard them talk about it yeah. again. No. So 
So yeah, I guess he's just like at home, like trying to divide by zero or something. <laughs> With his micro penis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's, I, I love Don Cheadle. Yeah. Man, what the fuck is Don Cheadle doing playing the best friend role in this movie? That is crazy. Like, Don Don Cheadle is like one like he is I mean, you know much like Robert Downey Jr. just like can't help but being like the most charismatic person you've ever seen. Like he should yeah. have like one like my it just makes me sad that like every actor just gets swallowed by these things. Yeah. Like Don Cheadle should like should be doing I would, anything else like absolutely yeah. I'm glad you've made some money like you know yeah power I, to you I wouldn't yeah. be able to turn it down either but yeah. like you know like I like I was Megan I was Megan was watching Loki the other day yeah and like I was I was so sad to see Owen Wilson there yeah like I'm like I you know good, again good for you I'm glad you're working get the bag get but... the bag but like you know like even like Tom Hiddleston was an actor who was, like, really exciting when I first saw him, like, yeah. ten years ago in, like, you know, Deep Blue Sea or whatever. Yeah. Which, you know, like, it's, like, English drama about, like, you know, he's, like, a, a fighter pilot in World War II who's, like, having an affair with Rachel Weisz. It's, like, you know, the kind of thing you would expect an English actor to be doing. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know when the last time I saw him doing anything that wasn't Loki. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, oh, my God. I mean, even, even Chris Evans. Yeah. Even Chris Evans was, like, I mean, like, he was fantastic in Snowpiercer. You know what I mean, right? He's done, like, a bunch of comedies, like, what's it called? I mean, friggin', friggin', what's her name that plays the bald lady in fucking Doctor... Tilda Swinton mm -hmm. is in these goddamn things? Benedict Cumberbatch? But it's, I mean, it's, it's, like, there's, like, a whole generation of, like, actors. Like, like, the Tilda, Tilda the Swinton, like, fucking goddamn, sorry, Anthony Hopkins is in these goddamn movies. Yeah, but, movies. like, Anthony Hopkins and, like, Tilda Swinton, like, that doesn't bother me so much because they had a career. Yeah. And, like, you know, they show up for, like, half an hour in, yeah. like, a couple of these movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, also probably wearing athleisure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and they're, they're, like, still doing other things. Like, Anthony Hopkins still did The Father. You know? Yeah, that's true. These yeah. things are not so, like, demanding of Anthony Hopkins' time that yeah. he can't do other stuff. But there's, like... A whole generation of actors who like have only done this. Yeah. Have given their best years of their lives to just doing this. Yeah. Like, I you know I would have liked to have seen like some other Robert Downey Jr. movies in this. this yeah. Movie, you know. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Tom Hiddleston be in one real movie. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But like, ah, he's just been doing Loki. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's is, it. What is what is Chris what does a Chris Hemsworth movie look like? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there was, like, that Red Dawn movie he shot in, like, 2006 and then sat on the shelf for, like, five years. And I'm like, oh, I guess we could put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, but, fuck, it has to be North Korea, not China. But, yeah, right. yeah, exactly, yeah. But, no, no, and then, yeah, no, I mean, fuck. Like, it is, that's a really good point. I mean, like, because I was wondering that now, because, like, now, like, you know, right, and it's so funny that they're all trying to, that they're all getting out of it now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's, like... Buddy, you're just Captain America now, right? You're just Iron Man now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I hope that they can do some cool shit, but, like... But, I mean, it's just backing up, like... Okay, I, like, Don Cheadle, again, like, one of the best. Yeah. Like, even, like... 
he has an all-time bad accent in Ocean's Eleven, and I still love every second of him in that movie. Oh, he's fantastic. He's yeah. eating the fucking... He's he's so good. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, the... the how He's literally just going like, what is it, isn't it, bruv? Yeah. Like, how bad the accent is somehow, like, makes the performance better. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's that much fun. Yeah. But, like, okay. If he has to be in these movies, he... he that man deserves a starring role. Yeah. Like, he, he should... If we're going to give him a franchise, we should give him a franchise. Give him, make a War Machine movie. Why not? You'll make fucking $300 million on that at least. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Fucking make him Captain America. Who cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you'll piss off some people, but, like... Mm. That's fine. Yeah, those are the right people to piss off. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. 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 No, he should not be a best friend. But no. He's... T- Come on. Yeah. But but anyway, because um, Robert Downey Jr. is the most powerful actor in Hollywood at this point, yeah. and because you know he got his comeback thanks to Shane Black, he insists mm-hmm. that Marvel hires Shane Black to write and direct this movie. Yeah. Because, you know, basically as a solid to the dude who's helped resurrect his career. Yeah. Which is how you end up with, you know, a movie that is, again, like feels like a movie. Yeah. You know? Feels like a lethal weapon. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, you know, it is like, and like his um, brand of like quippiness. Like I think, like again, like all of these movies are kind of quippy, but it's a little sharper. Yeah. Um, and a little um, darker. Yeah. Even yeah. Than yeah. Than a lot of what they go for, like the. Um, and it's, it's a, like the, uh, like we've, we've talked about it before, but like the Mandarin reveal in this movie is like maybe the funniest thing. Oh my God. Any superhero movie. Easily. Um, yeah. And like, you know, and that's like, this still feels like a sanded down version of, yeah. um, a, uh, like a Shane Black movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you watch like the, uh, um, the nice guys or kiss kiss bang bang like they are a lot sharper yeah than this movie but like even with some of the edges like sanded down a little bit like it's still like it it retains something you know just essential and you know just a little a little more alive than like yeah. you normally get out of you know just these very thoroughly machined movies what you normally get those yeah um so but like you know like, I still think something is lost. Like, even, like, comparing, like, Robert Downey Jr. in this to, like, Robert Downey Jr. in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like, Robert Downey Jr. in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, what, what like, he is totally willing to, like, play, like, a loser. Yeah. You know, he's, like, his character in that movie is, like, you know, uh, this torpy little short guy who, like, couldn't get laid in high school. Yeah. Who, like, you know, um, is kind of an idiot. Yeah. Um, and is, like, totally willing to be the butt of the joke mm-hmm. and, like, you know, not look cool. Yeah. And, like, kind of succeed in spite of himself. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, a lot of the uh, the likability and, and the charisma that's sort of, like, essential to that character, like, it's ported into Iron Man, but he's, like, become the coolest guy in the world at the yeah. point. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's still, like, some darkness and edge to him, but it's, you know, the, like... The uh, the edge in this movie is like, you know, a little more torturously tortured. You know, yeah. it's, I'm I'm really weighted down by the by the 
responsibility of being a hero. I've seen some things, man. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I am. I am. I am literally I, comic relief. Yeah. I failed at like robbing a toy store. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Although it is kind of funny though to like, and I think kind of weird to see like, yeah, like, because like everything by Endgame. He's either so there's so there's either two modes by Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. It's either total flippancy, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Just like literally like being like, Oh my god, we're about to die and just being like, mm, oh, mm, that's gonna be awkward. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, right? That we die, right? You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, right it, or, or 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 like the most serious shit in the world. Right. You know what I mean, right? Right? And those are like the two emotions you basically get by end game and then and then this one you kind of see him like yeah we're like yeah like he's being kind of like 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 uh blanking on the word i want to say smirky or he's being kind of quirky that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right right a little he's bit being smirky know, smirky yeah, yeah. yeah being a little smirky right but then also he's just like oh yeah but like i don't know i mean i kind of liked it that he was like also like this element of like oh yeah i also have like ptsd yeah <laughs> yeah i almost died like like, like like i was not kind of expecting that which right. you know is like it's kind of making it kind of interesting. It's interesting to be like, oh yeah, like what are these like superhuman freaks like get like uh, like PTSD? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I like went through a wormhole in the last yeah. movie. I saw like an alien god. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it does at least like bother to ground him in something. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, like Watch Many. You know what I mean? I mean a little bit. Yeah. 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 I don't know, and and, and then it kind of adds this extra layer onto it. But yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a lot frothier than Watchmen. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot less rape in this movie than there is in Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Damn. What's it called? That's a movie. It's... You know, I usually don't think of the movie first when I go to Watchmen. What do you think of? The book? Not my problem. <laughs> I even think of the TV show out of the movie. I've never seen... I've only ever seen the movie. The TV show's good. Yeah, I've already seen the movie, though. It's the TV show is kind of like a, it's more like a sequel, but it's interesting. But I've already seen the movie. <laughs> Don't I already know what happens? No. No, the comedian dies, right? Yeah. Is the comedian in the TV show? No. Why? Because it's a sequel. To what? To the book. Or the movie? Not the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing either. You're being difficult. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What's it called? We're both tired, and now I'm hungry. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but like, there are, like, I think, again, like, part of the Shane Blackiness of this is, like, what? <laughs> I've literally just been thinking about my dinner for the last, like, 20 minutes. Okay, well, you know, we're not too far away from that. I know, I know, I know, no, I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's, what's it called? Just the level of professionalism I usually bring to this, I just, I don't know what level that is. <laughs> higher than this, I'll tell you that. I mean, I don't know if the ground counts as a level. I'd say it does. Okay. Why but, wouldn't it? But, any, like, you know, the, the movie does, like, the, uh, like, he loses his powers thing. Yeah. Which is, which is sometimes kind of annoying. But, like, you know, in this, it's just an excuse to, like, this turn into, like, lethal weapon for, like, half, yeah. half an hour. Like, yeah. It's yeah. weird, like, seeing Iron Man, like, with a gun. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Kind of like, cool, actually. Yeah, like, it was, it, it was, it was just kind of fun to see, like, you know, a compound, like, like a Miami drug lord compound full of like anonymous European baddies. Yeah. Like like you would get in a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it was just it was kind of a nice little throwback. Yeah. Like it, being taken down by like his like 
like proto Iron Man, like not even the proto Iron Man suit, just like being taken down by like his like 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 like, like MacGyver shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fun. Yeah. It, you know, it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because also like him like losing his powers isn't like it's not like earth shattering to him. It's just like oh, I'm just going back to like how I was like five years ago. Right? I didn't have the suit five years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Right? It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, shit. I'm, I'm just the suit. Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity for a lot of good, yeah. like, good little gags. Like, you know, he, like, summons the suit and him being, like, you know, um, and, like, screw, but, like, screwing up the countdown. Yeah. He's like, you guys are really going to regret this in three, two, one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys... three, two, one. Okay, hold on, hold on. Three, yeah. two, yeah. Yeah, and the guy's just kind of like like making fun of him. Yeah. He's kind of just being like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, my, my personal favorite line of the movie, when he like finally does get the suit and starts like blowing up dudes, and this one dude just put one anonymous goon and just yeah. puts his hands up. He's like, these guys are so weird. I don't even like this job. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, I laughed so fucking yeah. hard. It's so goddamn good. Yeah, because yeah, it's just... Like, like, it's, like, almost, like, fucking Austin Powers. Like, just, like, yeah. completely, just break it. That's so cool. I love that. And, but, and then, like, the perfect, like, again, like, central joke of the movie, which is, you know, you've got this character, the Mandarin, who yeah. is, like, almost unadaptable because, like, in the comics is, like, just this awful racist caricature. Like, yeah. I think he's supposed to be, like, the son of Fu Manchu. But... <laughs> you need to stop. No, That's... seriously. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah. Fu Manchu is a character in the Marvel Universe, apparently. That's so cool. Does but, he have the mustache? I would assume so. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they're like, in, instead of going in that direction, they're like, okay, we'll just make him Osama Bin Laden. Yeah. Which, like, initially you're like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, that makes, like, if you're going to do something with it, I guess that's, you know, about as good as you can do. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, taking it a step farther and be like, no, he's actually just a scumbum actor who was hired to impersonate Osama bin Laden yeah. to like throw people off the scent of like Guy Pierce and Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, it's like one of the uh, one of the like the um, I guess kind of faults of this movie is the moment you show me the vice president is Miguel Ferrer, you're like, oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah, 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 immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Listen, there's nothing I know about Miguel Ferrer. Every time the bad guy. He was uh, not in Twin Peaks: The Return. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and I guess not in Hot Shots Part Two, but they they fake you out and make you think that. Also, just something I was thinking about is it's kind of weird. There's a president in these movies. Yeah. Like it just it feels like you know, what does he do? Yeah. Like you know what it like um like what's his like, platform? He's not like he's not in charge of Iron Man. Iron Man kind of just does what he wants. Yeah. So like you know it feels like you're a little obsolete at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, at a certain point, like, most of what the president does at this point is just decide who to bomb. Yeah. If you're not even, like, deciding who to bomb, like... Yeah. You know, like, there's an alien invasion, and it doesn't seem like the government has much at all to do with, really? like, no. the response to it. So, yeah. like, you know, what what are you there for, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've lost a monopoly of violence. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, I guess, I guess levying taxes? But to pay for what? I don't, I don't know. Like uh, rebuilding New York. They're not rebuilding shit. But yeah, but no, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. That is, it is very funny to imagine like 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 a presidential campaign in this world. Yeah. Yeah, which is like I'm going to um. What are you going to do about the 
alien god issue. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I don't. Um, what's I'm going to continue to let Iron Man yeah. do what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And what what's the opposing platform? No, I'm going to continue to let him do, do what he's doing even more. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a tank. Yeah. What's it called? And he's like, well, he doesn't need a tank. Well, he is a tank. He is a tank. Well, imagine if there were two. <laughs> Think about it. What's it called? Although then, didn't they? Is, is that Iron Man two where they try to make like an army of them? Yeah, I don't, I barely remember that one. That was like one that was kind of like. Oh, are you doing kind of like a military industrial complex thing? I mean, that's every Iron Man movie is kind of like a military, military industrial. I mean, he's an arms dealer, but yeah, but a, eventually a good one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. hmm, right. And so they just like okay, well, we'll just have one military Iron Man. The the only thing I really remember about Iron Man too is that was like the one movie after the wrestler where they're like, is Mickey Rourke gonna be a thing again? And they're yeah. very quickly like, nope, 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 <laughs> no, he's not, nope. Like, <laughs> I remember um, when Darren Aronofsky, who directed The Wrestler, yeah. um, was like doing the like the press campaign or like the, the awards campaign for The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like he kept being like, you know, it was a, it was a pleasure working with Mickey. He's a great actor because you know Mickey Rourke was kind of like if Robert Downey Jr. never got sober, yeah, and just exactly. stayed insane forever. And you know, The Wrestler was like positioned as this like comeback movie, and like you know, so the, uh, during the whole awards campaign, Aronofsky was like, you know, he's he's a great actor pleasure working with him you know i really hope that he gets the recognition that he deserves and like the moment after the oscars like he gave an interview where he's like okay i can stop bullshitting it was a nightmare working with that <laughs> motherfucker like i i like i am not i i generally try to be as nice as possible to my actors yeah. but at a certain point i just the only thing that worked at him worked with him was just screaming at him like a like i was a junior league softball coach yeah <laughs> Like, I, w- I would get, like, one take out of him, and he'd be like, I want to go home. <laughs> and, like, apparently, like, you know, the, he has a, a scene where he kisses Marissa Tomei. Yeah. And Marissa Tomei is like, you get one second of kiss yeah. out of me. And so they had to, like, film it from, like, six different angles with, like, six cameras running simultaneously. Yeah. And so, like, when you actually watch the kiss, like, they just keep cutting to different angles just because it's, like... A one-second kiss, like, yeah. extended over, like, five or six. That's so funny. That's so funny that she would be, like, lady, but also... I wouldn't want to kiss blame Mickey her, Rourke. No, at all. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can see that of just, like, are you are you kidding me? Like, yeah. just work... It is a kiss. You are being paid so much money. Just... No, I think it's... But, 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 but then at the same time, also just being, like... Honestly, though, right, right, because because all she would have to say is like, "You kiss him for more than one second. I'd yeah. be like, "Well, well, no, yeah, I won't. I yeah. shan't. Okay, fair point. Yeah. All right, one second, sixteen cameras. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, no, yeah. It is very funny that they did try to. I always get him confused with Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte rules. Yeah, Nick Nolte does rule. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke. They do. They do have a similar like slime monster kind of energy yeah but, yeah yeah but you know nick nolte is actually nick, nick nolte is the alpha version yeah, of that. yeah 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 nick nolte is a goddamn professional yeah you know except for that one time but yeah no <laughs> yeah but no no well, no the, the, going back to the hulk the reason he looked so insane in that mugshot is because he was that was his that was his character look for the hulk yeah he got that dui like wall filming the, the hulk. hulk yeah that's right everyone, I just, everyone just assumed he looks like just looks insane in his yeah. every, everyday life I was like no look okay i 
I, I have no idea if, like, Nick Nolte is actually a, like, full-time alcoholic or not, but, yeah. like, he just looks like one because that's his character in the Hulk. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Or no. Hulk, or the, just Hulk. Yeah. Insane. But, but, no, but, 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 no, but, like, Mickey Rourke is, like, it's, like, those, and then, like, he was, like, in, like, The Incredibles. Was he in The Incredibles? He plays, like, the owner of, like, a motorcycle shop who's, like, also, like, an ex-Special Forces guy who is, like, literally just kind of, like, in, like, the very beginning of the movie just to be, like, Do you eh. mean The Expendables? Did I say Incredibles? You did say The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. World world. Uh, but, no, yeah, he did The Expendables just in this very beginning scene. Where that the, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's, like, smoking cigars and he's just, like, you're you're gay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that whole movie. Yeah, yeah. that movie rules. <laughs> God, I love The Expendables. Oh, I mean, I, I feel like those movies are just a mon- monument to how impoverished the action genre has become. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is literally just all those guys being like, we can make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It'd be super cool because it has all of us in it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, they're fine. <laughs> for an action yeah i mean they're not great no but they're they deliver action mm-hmm. and so many homophobic jokes yes yes which you know not unheard of anyway uh i'm gonna say i recommend this movie are we done talking about it yeah i mean it like again it like it's still there's a lot of personality in this it's a lot of fun it's still like I think most of, even, like, most of the good Marvel movies still, like, really struggle to, like, overcome their inherent Marvelness. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, Ragnarok has, like, a bunch of weird business, like, at the beginning and the end with, like, okay, like, okay, you can have your, like, fun Jeff Goldblum planet in the minute, but, like, in the middle, but, like, at the the beginning, like, you have to have all this stuff with Anthony Hopkins dying at the end, you have to have all this stuff with... You know, the destruction of Asgard and... Yeah. You know, Black Panther, like, as all this, like, um, interesting, like, political stuff Ryan Coogler puts in. Like, there's still, like, you know, it's it's the most, like, in terms of just look, it's the most, like, filmed in a parking lot in Atlanta one. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it looks pretty dishwatery in places. And, yeah. And, like, you know, like, I think the only, like, and even the first Guardians of the Galaxy has a bunch of, like, infinity stone nonsense in places like yeah the only one that marvel movie that really feels like its own movie is like i think the second guardians movie that's the one i haven't seen it's good yeah i I think it is my favorite marvel movie just because it is like the most like self-contained yeah but like and like this has like the uh like the ending of it is like you know pretty anonymous Uh, yeah like, you know, the, the we've talked about it before, but, like, most action in Marvel movies is just is filmed by, like, second unit people. It's all handled yeah. in-house, like... And, like, you know, just... It feels the most kind of, like, paint-by-numbers yeah. of any part of this movie. Like, you know, there's, like, a fake-out Gwyneth Paltrow death that, like, you don't believe for a second. Yeah, and, of course. You know, the the action is pretty, you know, whatever. Um, but it's, but, like... I mean, it's fine, though. Yeah. I would say, I would say this is definitely... I mean, I, I would say... Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Thor Ragnarok, this, Black Panther. If you, if, if, if someone tells you, puts a gun in your head and says, you have to watch a Marvel movie, I'm going to pull the trigger, yeah. one of those five. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be okay. 
Um, but like, yeah. So I mean, it's it's not the nice guys, but it's no. the closest a Marvel movie can come to feeling like that. And yes, yeah. you know, that's the most that we can hope for these days. So yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. What's it called? What have you been watching? Uh, I've already talked about most of what I've been watching. I mean, I watched like a couple Howard Hawks movies, mm -hmm. and then I watched The Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and mm. they're all great. Um, yeah. One other thing, you know, I uh, I, re I did a rewatch of Community, mm. um, and like the thing that I most took away from that is like, goddamn, Chevy Chase was actually the funniest part of that yeah, show. easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chevy Chase is really funny. Yeah, he's and, just. Unfortunately, one of the worst people to ever live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, awful people can ma make great art. Like, you know, talking about 30 Rock, like, Alec Baldwin is really fucking funny in 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And by all accounts, a terrible person. But, like, yeah, yeah. Chevy, Chevy Chase really is one of those guys that, like, is just so funny. Yeah. Like, he's he's doing, like, incredible pratfalls at, like, 60 or whatever he is. Yeah. Like, just... Just astounding. Like, he just uh, apparently is just the character he's playing, who's, you know, yeah. an old, weird asshole. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. And, like, just the whole arc of that show is so weird. You know, like, you know, like, the first few seasons, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder as it goes along. Um, but, like, yeah. um, to the and like, to the point where, like, it really started to get fucked with by the network. Like, you know, they, like, they... Can you look up what you're going to be talking about when it's your turn to talk? I apologize. We, we have this conversation every time. I'm sorry. Just wait until it's your turn. I don't, okay. I, I'm, the, I'm the worst. I don't like flying solo here. I know you but, don't. But, like, you know, it, it starts off as, like, just kind of, you know, like a an offbeat sitcom about a community college. And mm -hmm. then just, like, over the course of the first season, like, figures out that it can just be the weirdest show yeah, yeah. you can possibly make on a, on a TV network. Yeah, it is really crazy the, like, path it went. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, clearly the network was not interested in some mm -hmm. weird, like, show where every other week is some, like, obs like strange movie parody. Yeah. Like, they get really, obs like, obscure with some of the parodies. Like, they parody my dinner with Andre at one point. Yeah. Like, um, but, like, and, like... Like, and at a certain point, like, around season three, like, totally disappears up its own ass. Mm -hmm. Like, where, like, half the jokes are just jokes about the show. Yeah. Well, like, and then, like, they fire Dan Harmon and, like, bring in a couple of other guys who, you know, you know, you would imagine would be, like, network hatchet men. But, like, the show doesn't get any less strange. Yeah. Like, it's still very weird and up its own ass. Mm -hmm. It just isn't any good anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I don't, even, I don't even really know what the network's plan was. No. And then, like, the, the weirdest thing is, like, the next season they bring Dan Harmon back. Mm -hmm. So, like, well, I guess I guess there's no way to fix this, so you might as well just have it. Yeah. But, like, still, like, like, um, the show, like, hemor like, continues to clearly, like, get cheaper and cheaper and, like, hemorrhage cast. Like, yeah. By, like, season four, their, like, whole episodes were, like, Chevy Chase, like, is only filmed from, like, the back or entirely in isolation. It's clear, like, you get, like, one take for, like, half an hour. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. D uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, like, I think the, la the last season, like, um, like, like, four of the original cast members are still there. Yeah. And, like, half, <laughs> like, the, the opening credit sequence is, like, half, half the cards are just blank. 
because so many people have left. And like, yeah. I think it was going straight to Hulu at that point. Yeah. And they're clearly producing each episode for like twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Danny Putty, um, Joel McHale, Joel Allison Mc... Brie, and uh, the woman who plays Britta. Yeah. And that, that's it. Yeah. Like, everyone else is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost kind of impressive that they kept like Allison Brie and Joel McHale. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and, but, and like the, I like the people who they bring in like Keith David is like one of the yeah. regulars for season two yeah. like, like I don't know sure yeah, yeah, why yeah. not yeah the guy that plays Mike on Breaking Bad yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah is an incredible addition yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, you're bringing in good people but it's, it's like still, it's still clear this is a show that has been through the ringer <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah this is a show, yeah you know what it's like it's like it's like those like it's it's like it's like it's, it's like, like the show is playing a game of telephone with itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Easy Company at the end of Band of Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. Just, you're just like, oh man. I mean, there are some people still there. Yeah, but like yeah, like yeah. It is it is tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, great show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started watching this one show. I'm sorry. I think I already talked about. You mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I watched uh, Nobody, um, which. Wasn't everything I wanted it to be, but was still okay. Um, I liked it, and then um, I'm sorry it wasn't more racist. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to see it be as racist as possible. Yeah, but I think that would have been interesting. I wanted to see <laughs> <laughs> like, because because like 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 we're having a period that's kind of like the seventies. You know what I mean, right? Like 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 we're seeing like. Like, like, everything kind of sucks, right? But we're seeing this, like, uptick in crime again, right? I mean, barely. That's been, that's been uh, like, yeah. incredibly overstated. Like, yeah. we, we were at, like, a historic, historic low, low of and it crime. picked up by, like, 1% in some places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But you know what I mean, though, right? But there like, is a perception, perception of an uptick in crime. Exactly, yeah. Which, but I feel like that's, like, the movie actually does a great job with that. Because, like, it is a movie about, like, the most privileged man in the world who, like, it's still feels like he has been like beset by like yeah. crime and anarchy even though it's like a dude broke into his house and stole like seven dollars worth of property exactly and he's immediately just like we must kill everyone exactly yeah 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 well no and even when he goes and like which that is the the 2020 version of death wish yeah 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 a man who is doing fine but like yeah feels like things are much worse off Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The person that is yeah, that has got their Amazon delivery a day late and then yeah. yells at the driver. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really just he's gotta take out his frustration with the fact that he and his wife don't really fuck anymore on exactly. someone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well so seeing it from that perspective, that actually is pretty cool. I just wanted to see um more, you know, reactionary nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's fun. Speaking of which I saw the mechanic with um Charles Bronson. And, um, I haven't seen that one. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's, I mean, that's like, that's Charles Bronson's whole filmography. Is it's it? like, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in the West, Masterpiece. Yeah. And then yep. they're like, it's okay. It's okay. Everything yeah. else is, it's okay. Yeah, it's a bunch of him, it's just like, he is someone. Like, if Death Wish is like one of the high points of your career. Yeah. 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 yeah it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, because, because Death Wish isn't even interesting in so much as like a movie, it's more the shit around the movie. Yeah, right? you know what I mean, right? And the it's subject, more just the fact that someone made a pro Bernie Getz movie. Exactly. Right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then someone said, "Why is he in jail?" Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it was it was pre Bernie Getz. Well, yeah, but still, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Someone made someone made a movie like it's like that book, um, like 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 that book that like predicted the Titanic or whatever. 
You know that shit? No, but in like nineteen ten there was this like book published about like a like a boat that or a ship, like an ocean liner that was described as unsinkable that was made in Belfast that like hit an iceberg in the North Atlantic and sunk. And it came out in like nineteen ten. Okay. Yeah, and it's called and it's all about how like they thought they were so smart, but no. Proof that the Illuminati did it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Probably the IRA, honestly. Belfast? <laughs> Why not? But no. Um I, I say, although back then that was just all of Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, yeah but so yeah, he's like a hitman and he trains um Jan Michael Vincent to be a hitman and then it's okay. They do some hits. They do some hits. Okay. That's cool. I don't know. That's fine. What am I watching? Alright, so we've I think we're gonna we're gonna move out of the comfort food month a little bit. Okay. But I'm gonna give you a movie that I but only a little bit, because I'm going to give you a movie that I thought about giving you during this month, but I don't, I don't think really qualifies as a comfort food movie, because it's a little too dark, but, like, I still kind of feel like it, like, I still kind of treat it like a comfort food movie a little bit. It is, it is a movie that I really love a lot, and we have talked about a lot on this podcast, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's time for us to just dive in with it, because I feel like you are on a career path where you're going to become this person at some point. We're going to, we're going to watch Michael Clayton. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. What is it about? I'm going to become Michael Clayton? Yeah. Is that good? No. Oh. <laughs> I got really excited for a second. Yeah. I was like, really? You'll see the movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're, wa- uh, you're watching The Ninth Gate. The Ninth Gate. I thought you were going to be some neo-noir. Yeah, but I forgot what I was going to decide. <laughs> so you're watching The Ninth Gate. It's kind of neo-noir-y. I thought it was a horror movie or sci-fi or something. It's a little bit of both. What's it called? Not my not my problem. You're watching the Ninth Gate. What's it called? And we can't be canceled for me assigning that. What? Uh, I mean, it's a Roman Polanski movie starring Johnny Depp. Why would we mean to cancel you? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I'm just saying we shan't be. So I've already said we shan't be. So no one can get mad at me. Yeah, okay. He, he also wrote it too. But so yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I literally don't remember what I was going to assign you. Okay, well... Not my problem. It's uh, an interesting pairing. Yep. Alright, yep. so... Um, join us next time for Michael Clayton and The Ninth Gate. Yep. Mazel tov. Stop. You're so bad at this. You're a private investigator? <clears throat> Look, there's 20 bucks in there, alright? Just take it. Oh, I'm not here for that, I told you. You and an old hired me. Yeah. So we can do this the easy way, we can do it. Glenn. What? Lily Glenn. Two ends. Old lady hired me to find her niece on Tuesday. You just gave up your client. I made a discretionary revelation. No, no, you just gave her up. I asked her one simple question. Ba, 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 ba. You gave me all the information. I thought that's what you wanted. What? Now, I'm very sorry that you didn't get the message. <clears throat> I get it, I dig it. Huh? Your left arm. Give me your left arm. This one. No! Yeah, come on. No! All right, look, when you're talking to your doctor, just tell him you have a spiral fracture of the left radius. No! No! Deep breath. No! You mind if I have an apple? Ah!